ABU7, we got a great show for you guys today. It's going to be a fun one. We're going to be answering some voicemails from you guys, from our listeners. We're going to be talking about some hot debate topics. What makes a pro snowboarder? Do they need a board, etc.? Uh, we're going to be talking old heads because our guest is a big fan of that. We're going to be talking some current events in snowboarding, some fire clips that we've seen. And uh, let's introduce our first guest. we got Joe Sexton in the booth. Joe, what's going on? How are we doing today? We're doing great, Chris. You know, thanks again for having me. Happy to be here. Fresh off the plane from uh, Lake Minnetonka. You yeah. know, ready to, ready to go, huh? Yeah, absolutely. We also got Reed Smith in the booth. Reed, how are we doing? Good, how are you? Doing great. And we always got to do it with the finale. How are we doing today, Stony Buds? So good, my dogs. Oof, it sounds a little different live. It's got a little different Woo. ring to it. You say dogs? Plural. Plural. Nice. Oh, wow. Thank you. With a Z? I got the pack oh. with me. I got a whole Switches pack. Switches it up. I appreciate that. Pack of dogs. So I think we're going to start things off uh, by just getting right into it and taking some guest questions. So we got a whole new setup here. We got a whole new rig, and we're going to uh, pop it off. Here we go. Let's hope this thing works. What up, boys? Hey, what up, Chris? Easton. Big fan of the show. Just wanted to call in and ask if you guys were to build a modern day dream team comparable to the Forum 8, who would you put on nowadays? Uh, later, guys. Take care. Have a good day. Bye. Well, let me tell you, that is a fantastic question because we just so happen to be doing the SFL today, the Snowboard Fantasy League Draft. So, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be picking our top six favorite pros and assembling a hypothetical super team. It's not for contests. It's not for street parts. If you're building the board brand and you got bottomless budget, who are you putting on the team? But we're not doing Form 8. We're actually doing Form 6 because budgets are a little tight. It's 2022. <laughs> There's a lot of budget issues. So, uh, Seth, throw to the intro. Let's get into this. Welcome to the SFL, where we are picking our top six snowboarders to build the ultimate snowboard All right, here we go. Welcome to the 2022 Snowboard Fantasy League draft. This is invigorating. How are you feeling, boys? So good. I'm nervous, to be honest. Reed? We got this. Okay. <laughs> There's a hundred bucks on the line. Yeah. No? So exactly. Basically, what we're gonna do with our, need that. our our fantasy <laughs> team is we're gonna pick six riders, and we're gonna post each one of our teams on Instagram, and you guys are gonna vote for the ultimate team, and uh, one of us four is gonna win a hundred dollars. The best, most stacked team. Um, again, it's not about like contests or street parts. It's just assembling a. a a group of juggernauts, you know. Um, Chris will be uh, rigging the results to pay himself. That's absolutely right. <laughs> it might be a glitch in accounting. <laughs> We're also going to do this draft snake draft style. So how it's going to go is it's going to go Joe, me, Eastone, Reed. Then Reed's going to go again. And then it's going to come all the way back around the horn. It's called the snake draft for those of you who don't play fantasy football. Snake like me. And you have, like me. you have 15 seconds to do your pick. And if you do not come up with a pick, uh, I have a list of names that will be 
said auto drafts, so we may be doing some auto drafts as well. Uh, first pick, we got Joe Sexton. Um, 15 seconds on the clock. Here we go. My pick is going to be, I want to say out of respect for, there's going to be no public snowboarders on my team because I don't. Ooh, is it 15 seconds up yet? Oh, and my pick is Tommy Gesme. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Great pick. Why are you picking Tom? Tom's a good friend of mine, extremely marketable snowboarder, very good with people. And when I see him, I just think he exudes a pro snowboarder. He's, he's going to be one of my, my top picks. Okay. Uh, for my pick, 1-1, one, one, clock has started. I'm going Zoe. Damn. Um, I'm getting in, you know, first of all, if you're going to get in the contest scene, you want to be on top of the box, and she's about to go on a 10-year run of pure domination. So just figured I'd get in there and just kind of lock up the contest scene with Zoe on our hypothetical snowboard team here. Okay, pick number three, Buds. That was my pick. Okay, 15. I'm going Perky, then, well, if you're going Zoe. Jill Perkins. Perky. Good choice. Why? Because she's dope. <laughs> and if, uh, That's if why. Chris, Chris took Zoe, she's going to dominate that scene. You know Jill's dominating the street, so let's True. go. Okay, Reed, 15 seconds on the clock. Uh, Jed, pretty self-explanatory. Jed Anderson. Okay. I haven't heard of him. Is he? Yeah. yeah is kind he of a new guy. Is he a new is on he, the scene? Coming is he up. actually sponsored? Or? Uh, just about that. he is now on your team. Or he was. Anyway. Okay. That's He's the best. Pick, pick two. That was actually oh, two. Be uh, two. I'll go Arthur. Damn. Arthur Longo. Diverse the portfolio. That's a good one. This good guy choice. took two of my favorite picks, but I'm going to go Mike Rav. Ooh. I need, right. that, I need that youth version of Scotty Stevens. Don't re- disrespect Scotty because you're still dope, but Mike's that next, next. Scotty. Well, it's good to know that, okay. you know, Scott's still on the roster. Okay, 15 yeah. seconds on the clock. For you, Chris. I'm going uh, Jake Kuzik. Ooh. Woo. That's yeah. good. Classic. I'm going to diversify my team quite a bit. Tommy on one end, and I'm going to go Ayumu Hirano. Oh, damn it. That's a good pick. Good pick, dude. Okay. Good looks on the diversification. So now you got to go again. I'm starting to build. Oh, I go Snake now Snake draft. Okay. And then after him, I'm going to go Savannah Shinsky. Okay, solid, solid pick. Damn, solid. I was going to pick Jill or Savannah. That's pick three. So. Right, uh, my pick three is none other than Lucas Magoon. Oh, We're going sick. Lucas Magoon. Love that. Love that, dude. I'm going right. to go uh, Red Gerard. Oh, Ooh, what a, a great pick. Great pick, buds. I'll go uh, Cody Warbs. Can kind of board on anything. Great attitude. Um, and Danimals for the same reasons. Mm. Oh, shit. Okay. I need that uh, slope style next Olympic, dude. I know you all think it's Ayumu, but I'm going Suyu Ming. Wow. Whoa. The Dark Knight from China. Yeah, we're going to be seeing some 2100s out of him rather quickly. Okay, my next pick, I'm going Scott Stevens. I got to give one for my okay. boy, Scotty right. Steves. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, my pick is going to be Ben Ferguson. Ooh, okay. And, and to follow that up, I'm going to throw in a Cole Maven. Cole C. Naps. Is that six total, Jules? Or is he on? No, he's on. Uh, Cole was his fifth. Cole was his fifth. So I'm on, am I on pick four or five right now? On pick five. Pick five. Okay, here we go. Uh, man, this is tricky. A lot of my ticks picks yeah. got taken. Um, okay, I'm gonna go Cooper Whittier. I'm going Cooper Whittier. Great pick. Oh, He's actually genius. on Great public. Pick. You know. Wow. I'll take take one of your riders. Joe. Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah. I'm gonna go Mason Jar. That young amp. Oh, that's, oh, that's a good one. Solid. And all these are my last two picks. Yep, I'll go Baden and uh, Kennedy Deck. Ooh, how's it going? Respect. That's good. 
All right, Bud's 15. So many of my riders 14, have gotten moved 13, up. 13, 10. I might just nine, take this down to eight, the, seven. I need a Japanese dude. Six. I'm going to go Ryu. Five. Oh, oh, that's a good one. I really wanted to auto draft. Mostly because of that wig he wears out there. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And the analog jacket. Your auto draft pick was going to be Scotty James, just so you know. Okay. You know, last pick for me, wanted to go backcountry hog. A lot of names got taken. Oh, yeah. um, a lot of the female riders I had on my list definitely taken. Uh, so I'm going with uh, Colonel Kotzenberg, Sage K. Wow. Didn't I pick him? No. No. <laughs> no, you didn't. no. We kind of all slept on him. Yeah, Colonel K got slept on last on pick. Li- he was on my list. Okay. He was on my list, too. My last list, and this may be, you know, Whatever, but Chris Grenier. Wow. <laughs> You're definitely going to lose, dude. Yeah, get, kiss that $100 wow. goodbye. I'm going for all, all levels Jeez, here. dude. Yeah. Well, you want to get... The- hey, kiss pro model sales goodbye. You better not put any names on those boards, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Amazing. That's fine. Chris, I got you. I appreciate you, wow. you Joe. You know, I, got you. I appreciate you. Reed was uh, on my list, good. but I didn't go there, you know? Yeah. Appreciate that. Wow. So that's that wraps up our uh, our SFL. That was that was pretty invigorating. That was, that was exciting. That was exciting. Chris, yeah. can we get uh, just the top six names on the auto draft, maybe? Uh, auto draft? I mean, I was just going... I just went random names off the top of the head. No so rhyme or reason. I, I'm just curious. I just okay, down, yeah, I'll I go. Like, Here we go. For, like, uh, my auto draft was Scotty James, Desiree Melanson, son, Blake Lamb, Blake Paul, which is a oh wow, what a great pick. Ethan yeah. Morgan and Chris Corning. Those are just random. The random five. I just uh, a good team or six. I thought it's hard to build a good like. I had so many names and then I was just like, uh, like it's it hard to whittle the way, especially on the spot. What's so. funny though is all my names got taken. Yeah. So we were all kind of thinking. We're all on the same yeah. page. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. Okay. Well, let's get into some clips here. We're going to talk about some snowboard clips. Um, the first one that is my favorite one. You know, we haven't had a lot of parts drop, so we don't have a lot of like street clips or backcountry clips to talk about. Uh, but we're going to start with this Cab 5 that Torgear Burgum does. He's, it's on a park jump. He goes Cab 5, and then he yoinks it to late method. Yoink. What do you think about that thing, Stony Buds? I got to say, that should be like Trick of the Century. I mean, <laughs> Trick of the Century. That thing is just a beautiful, beautiful maneuver. <laughs> Before that, it was the Shifty, like way back in the day. That was a beautiful maneuver. Mm-hmm. And bam, look at this style. Style master right here. Yeah. Love it. And especially in the world of snowboarding, it's going 1800s, 2100s. And then it's it's like, boom, Cab 5 yeah. method, bang him over the head. Well, I'd like to see another angle of that, but I'll just look that up on my own. Yeah. This underneath angle, he's like staring at us as he's coming over, which is cool, too. I wonder who filmed Is that Gimby? I wonder who it was. Gimby would be in the air above him or yeah. something or flying next to him. Reed, do you think you got that? Uh, I can't do a method. I don't. Really? No. no. I mean, I do, but they're, they're super shitty. So, nope. We gotta get I training got that. Get Reed out there and someone teach him a good method. I do think that'd be really hard to make look good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, well, it's interesting. You watch a rev tour and there's like 25 kids. They can all do back tens. Every kid can do a back ten, but none of them can do that. You know. No. Or it's make like it look harder than good. a 1080. Yeah, I think it's hard to make that look good, and it's way harder to do than it looks. Mm-hmm. It's kind of his trick, though. Too, it'd be weird if all of a sudden a lot of people, like just one kid, did it. What's up with those straps on his boots? That to make them stiffer? Those or? are uh, vole straps, mm. and really? they basically to like wrap the bottom of your pants so you don't get snow up your pants. A lot of backcountry nerds use them mm-hmm. really yeah. we got some oh i thought it was to make the boots stiffer or something along no, those lines. wait where's the strap so. it's just orange his right pants at the bottom orange right here nice yeah that's to keep it your looks like snow a, from going up your whoa. pants it's like a ratchet yeah i don't, I don't know what's it's up a little with rubber that. strap you can Ste- use it for anything Ste- check what do you think about that sexton <laughs> are you going to see that seen, in the streets i've never seen that it looks yeah it's interesting you don't see is those that in a, the streets. is that a hot or not sexton 
I gotta see it in like person in the functionality. You think we'd people have the like, you know would you Young Dolly pant? wear those or yeah. not? There's cuff pant. Like I also those. <laughs> I he definitely has like a cinch on the bottom of like under oh, the, the pants, pants or have something. A cinch. But is he is he trapping in? And then I feel like that's to make that. his boots no, This stiffer. is the situation. No, no, no. They no. come we, in handy we'll, for we'll other things. We'll get Tor gear on the line and, and I gotta get to the bottom of this. But he's trapping that in Reed like. It's got a little clip. No, the purpose of that is so snow doesn't go up your pants in the backcountry. That's why the, when you're walking around, you guys might not know he that you're in the he's streets. Not in the backcountry. You guys are walking around in one inch of snow on pavement yeah. and shit like that. In the in the backcountry, you actually are on snow and you don't want it to go up your pants. So that's what that's for. But you can also yeah. Take but he's it riding in the leg. park he's in in, the, New, in New Zealand. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's to make his boots stiffer. I wish I had his it number. It doesn't make your boots uh, stiffer. Give him a ring. They're very soft and you can take them off and connect other things to your backpack with them like they're handy it's like a macgyver tool i'm not, right. I'm not is buying a brand it. that makes this yeah yeah they're very common in the backcountry pack you want to have never heard things. of it yep. <laughs> okay zoe we're gonna get into my one one actually my first pick here uh zoe switchback 12 i think it's an nbt for women and she's just that was incredible is this real time on. or is she really spinning that fast no that's i think that's real time but this one looks a little slowed down though that was okay. incredible yeah. that's slowed down yeah that's really what do you crazy. think would happen if you try to switch back 12 on that jump, buds? Dude, her arms. She's got like MFM arm going. Uh, if I did that, would explode. Yeah, that's... I would just. I could uh, see you hooking your heels right on the table. Yeah, I just... would just be upside down. <laughs> upside down, head just going to hit the lip. <laughs> like, it's going to be an interesting a whole thing. It would be very exciting for you guys to watch. It would be exciting. Very hurtful you might spin to me. 1260, but you're just not Dude, sure. Dude, I'm, I'm kind of top heavy, and I just instantly go upside down. Mm-hmm. Joe, what do you think you would happen to you? If same ex- same to the exact thing. No, I'd probably <laughs> I'd wind up. And I'd do like a switchback five, and then I would just open <laughs> no. up, and I would just go. At the rate you do your front one on switchback five off, it's the same <laughs> speed as this. I think you got that, Joe. You just need a, you need a rail it. on the way in. Yeah. You go front 150, and then you that just. Read, that's what I got. Front 150, and then <laughs> back 12. I've seen you do a 540 off the end of a rail, so I think you could do that. You're yeah, two feet it. off the ground. That's a daily driver for yeah. J-Sex and the kid. All right, let's get into Dusty, uh, the double back rodeo 1080 stale fish you did. This thing oh, was yeah. freaking certified beast. Right here. Is that switch? No, he's goof troops, dog. Right, Would, right, do you right. think dances together? Chris, is that, uh, that is that Waigu? I think that might be Waigu. It could be Kobe. Yeah. Who wow. Fil- who's filming it's him? It's a. It's some type of rare delicacy beef that's definitely certified. Maybe aged. Angus. It's Angus? probably aged forty do you think that's years. Angus beef. Yeah, that's that's aged A one Angus aged forty years melts in your mouth. Well, I uh, I lost what you guys were talking about. We're talking about beef. Okay, let's talk insider stuff. Okay, we got we got two. More clips to talk about. We're gonna talk Mike Little. Um, honorable mention. It's actually an old clip, but he's just been on a tear, and um, I'm just a fan. I'm a big fan. He's Absolutely a big fan. Midwest. Did, uh, yeah. did Torment post this? Uh, Impaler, I saw. Maybe okay. Torment did. Could be uh, the Impaler yeah. movie, but yeah. I think Torment. Yeah, yeah Imp- right. Impaler movie, obviously. But yeah. I, Torment's been posting a lot of cool older shit. Uh, <laughs> reminded me of Parker Zoom's Spark Plug part the other day. Had mm-hmm. to rewatch it when mm-hmm. I saw it on the gram. So that's a classic. Definitely it, keep your eyes peeled. And he's a dad too. Mike's yeah. an incredible. Mike, incredible. not not Doctor Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> to clarify, Mike Little, the dad. I, I just, saw Mike, I just saw Mike yesterday. He's awesome. He's a great person, and he's so talented on a snowboard. It's it's wild, the stuff that you can do with so much control and good style. I'd like to see a Mike Little on one of those Arbor boards. I'd like to see a pro model board. I'm just going to throw that out there. That would be nice. Dave Marks in marketing. I like mm. that. Ah. <laughs> ah. 
Sorry, I got something. You're sleeping? <clears throat> yeah. Sleeping. Okay. Last clip. This one's an interesting one. So Dusty did this line in New Zealand, and he's riding, and uh, was talking with the group here at the bomb hole, and basically he go, comes off this next rail, he goes switchback lip, and then he reverts in the middle of the line, uh, which... You know, is a kind of a hot debate topic. What's your guys' take on the reaver and the double todio on the last jump is just wagyu beef. Um, what's your guys' take on the the revert midline? Um, my take. Yeah, I, it looks nice. I mean, I don't know. It's You're like, a fan. I don't mind it. Yeah, I don't. That doesn't bother me. I think the rest of the shit he does in this is so impressive that. I don't think that really matters. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. But I think if you're saying like you want to debate about if that's a contest run, it's a different story. But it's clearly just a, like a clip for the gram. So it's like him just having fun. He looks like he's. You think contest? They they nick his score. They do. I think, that's I think a they, fact. I think they yep. maybe wow. they should. Yeah. If you you got to build your line to like not revert, and that's what's that's wrong with part, a little mid. Not, mid nothing's revert, wrong though. with that's, it, but rules are rules. Yeah, I think on. they should maybe change that rule. They could, but I think for that, if that's the rule, and that's kind of how like it is, his skill was off and he fell or something, agreed. and that's why he reverted. It's a it's yeah. a purposed purposeful revert. But if you count that, what if you come down heavy and then you do a revert and then it's like, oh, I was trying to do it. It depends on your style at that point, I guess. True. Read you Joe like uh, video part. Someone reverts in between two two clips what do you, or two rails. What do you think? We've seen it. You, it's yeah. fresh. It can be cool. Yeah, I like, think it's dope. Or a little bump 180 or something. But yeah. I mean, you can tell if it's on purpose or not. And I think he should have done like an ollie late tap revert or something, middle style. That little dead lung thing or something. I don't know. Maybe. No, I, I think so it's... We're all he's pro, not, we're, we're he's pro, not having a contest run, you though. Pro revert, you're pro-revert? Depending pro revert. on uh, what comes before and after. If it's like two 1260s and you just didn't know how to spin one way and you had to revert... Yeah, there you go. That's, that's a good point. That's, good point. That's the, I think with contest, the art of the run is like linking together landing switch and regular and being right. able to put everything... to. Oh, I landed back 12, and then I wanted to do a switch back 14, but I, how do you piece it all together, you know? And... Uh, oh. Not that I know anything about those tricks, but yeah. Mm. Also depends on who's doing it, because I could watch Rav do five back threes in a row on a jump line, and I'll think it's fucking dope. Mm. And then someone else yeah. that doesn't have the flavor does it, and I'm like, what the fuck is that dude doing? But that could be said about anything. He dragged yeah. his face on the ground. It looked kind of cool the way he did it. <laughs> like, it just depends on who's doing it. Yeah, I'm pro revert personally. I'm pro revert. I don't think they should dock points. I think really no. just the runs the run and well, that's part of it. You know, it, it, what if you do a tail scrape 180 like butter in the middle of your? Yeah, that's run? what I was saying. That's not a re- style not out. quite a revert, right? Like true. It's like I think that he's intentionally going to fakey, and then if he did it in a way that was like spiced it up, then maybe it adds to it. I wonder what the judges would think of that tail scrape. I, yeah, you know, Sage revert. used to do that stuff, yeah. I think, back in the day. You know what would be sick is that wouldn't dock as a revert if you just did a flat ground back three spinner mm. like Rav does in between the jumps. Yeah. I mean, and then you catch lose a bunch of speed, <laughs> knuckle. Back, back three is going to just get you to where you're I going. I picture myself doing that. Just you're not going the other edge. way. Just right on your big contest run. Yeah. Down yeah. a nice icy land. Yeah, Ooh, I'm definitely going to try that in my big X Games run. Yeah. I'm going to just try to throw in that cute back three. <laughs> Olympics. So you've been your whole life. You're building up, coming into the last booter. You go back, tray bombs. It's all lining up. No Yeah. That's, wow. a, that's a bit of a Jacob Ellis situation right there. I don't know. Ooh. 
<laughs> too soon. Too soon. Yeah, too, too soon. soon. Too soon. Okay, so um, let's get into uh, another hot topic. So on Jesse Burtner's episode, we talked about what makes a pro snowboarder. Okay, and so uh, it's very loose in the snowboard industry. Some brands give pro model boards to riders. Some brands are just like you know, like Burton, for example. Everybody's just on the team on the website. It's not really segregated whether you're mm. an AM pro or whatever. Um, you know, what What do you think a brand needs to do in order to turn somebody pro? Who, who wants to start this one off? This guy owns a board brand. Public, yeah. I guess <laughs> I'd love to hear what he thinks. Um, as far as, like... As far as the caliber of riding or as far as, no, like, like, what the brand's responsibility what is, what's is? What's the brand's responsibility? Do they need a pro model board? I think, yes. I think the answer is yes. I think and to be a pro, I think it's when you get enough of a demand from a rider that they're going to be able to sell product. I think that's a big part of it is, like, they could be really good. It's, it's not like a market, but it's just, like, an obvious, like, we're going to put this out there. And there's also a level of, like, they've done enough, they're at that point, and everyone kind of feels when they're at that point, and then it's up to the brand to kind of capitalize on that on that moment and it's always a momentum thing like a couple of video parts this and that a couple of cool things maybe a cover and then it's like they're pr- they're pro and so i think for sure scotty james he's even a board sponsor he's out not at the true Olympics. he rides for a crypto co- crypto co- uh currency board company he which does? is a whole nother worm wormhole <laughs> well, he, he's not gonna have a pro model but you're gonna say he's not a pro <clears throat> no i that's a good point for sure i think there's a difference between like those like video part pros where it's like more mimics like the skate culture than I think like the contest pro, you know, I don't know. Reed. Uh, I'm kind of right there, but, uh, I don't think you, I think it's cool when the company like makes a board for someone, but for instance, like Spencer and Derek went pro at the same time Yeah, and they just announced it as them being on a pro team and did like a party for them. That's a good point. And they never had like their name on a board, but I would, obviously they're both still pro snowboarders so i just think if you signature gear or just like announced on a professional team or something yeah because spencer did have a boot right so then it's like he has some kind of gear i don't think it necessarily has to be a but i don't think the boot was uh at the same time okay all that that's a good point i think signature gear it has to be some like identifier of like why you're pro yeah because we can agree on that probably right like just i think making the pro team list and then just nothing to go with it i think was is always a weird kind of thing reed you got any signature stuff Nope. Do you tell we people? We got some dust box Are you uh, a pro Volcom snowboarder? Because no. I consider you a pro snowboarder. I don't think so. Are no. you listed on the AM team for a ride? Yeah. Okay. Is it called Global AM or what's it called? Yeah. Glo- is there is there a Global AM and Regional AM or is there just Pro uh, and Global AM? And just those two. I like that. Yeah. I but think that's what it should when be. When people ask you what you do for a living, what do you tell them? Snowboard. You don't know say work at Cobra snowboard. Dogs. Okay. And Reed, isn't that something you want to like us work up to, right? Yeah. Like, don't yeah. you think there's that moment of like I've asc- I've ascended, I'm For now sure. a pro, and it um, it means something. Definitely. I there's, think, there's, I think that's the muddied water of like. But I don't think you need like a consistent board coming out to be like Tommy G yeah. got a board. Mm. That's good. But, no, okay, good point. So, so For sure. The the point I was gonna say, I'm right up there with you. I think that in snowboard in skateboarding, right? You see, you can make a pro model skateboard for anybody because it's you slap a graphic on. There's nothing to it. You sell it, and that's the 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 marquee celebration of turning somebody pro is their names on a board. Yeah. I, I don't think that's sustainable for a brand that sells 75,000 to 100,000 snowboards is having a name. I don't think they can have 15 people on a pro team that are all, all going to sell boards like that. But I do think what's important is graduating from am to pro and having a celebration. Yes. And maybe you make a one-off board that they can hang on their wall. But yeah. there does need to be a bigger celebration of graduating from an amateur snowboarder into a 
pro, even for the contest scene. You know, yeah. you look at look at people coming up like, you know, like Luke Winkleman, you know, like to me, he's he's like right. Like he's basically killing it at, you know, all the major contests, do tours, all those things. He's filming stuff. But but he he's like he's like maybe a contest guy that films. that's a, about to graduate into pro. But there needs to be that that um, graduation. I've said yeah. it 40 times. That's a good point. I don't, mean, I don't mean like they have to have a consistent board forever in the line and all this stuff. It's just more like something, an identifier of like like a party or a thing. And I think a product is you usually do it around like a product, at least a one time thing like Tommy or something like yeah. that. What if some small board brand that has a very small budget starts a team, they get a bunch of people you don't even really heard of. Mm-hmm pays them money and puts them on their pro team and these guys are out there calling themselves pro snowboarders and they're on that pro team does that make them a real pro i mean i think they can call themselves whatever they want if, if everyone <laughs> what the, if everyone what the industry if no perceives. one's heard of them like then i don't know if that's because there are really, those guys out there you hear people at the bar all the time like oh i'm a pro snowboarder for sure you hear yeah. people who say they were gonna go pro in football and they never made it you know so there's all that there's all sorts of stuff like that but yeah i mean i would that wouldn't bother me and i think there's different metrics for sure but when these guys are on like a Reed who's on the prestigious board brand and it's like there's a level to get to this ranks of like a Spencer and a Cole and stuff. It's like For something sure. to aspire to. So, and I, it's the same way with me as a kid. Yeah. And it was a big moment, I bet, when you got that board. For huh? sure. And step, yeah, Stepchild did like a board and the whole thing. And it was like, yeah, it was. I remember. Something special. I remember even like, this is kind of crazy, but I was on 32 and they were like, we're going to put your name on the pro list. And I was like. I was like, no, I, said I, don't, no. I did say no. I was wow. like, I don't want that. Like, I want to wait till I'm ready to turn pro kind yeah. of against across all board, all, all brands. Were you just worried that people thought would think it was too early? I or? honestly didn't necessarily care what people thought. I honestly wanted to like do it the right way. The right and way. I remember how I saw people do it. And I was like, when I can, when I'm ready for a board, if it's talked about now and I'm ready for a board, then it's not the time. So then when they were like, we want to do it with a board, I was like, okay, cool. And I, I, and I had a video part that came with it that I was like proud of. And yeah. Yeah. I wanted it to be. A little more meaningful because they were just also, like. Also, I think it's definitely doper when your weight, like you already deserve to be pro, like yeah. years ago. For instance, like Cole Films, Landline, exactly, and rendered yeah. useless, and in my eyes, was a professional before he actually like turned totally. Pro, but yeah, I and think those it's celebrations cool of a pro are so cool when you get to see it on Instagram, the right. reaction and the yeah. And what's better, someone like, why is he still am? He should be pro, or then you turn pro and they're like, he's pro already. Like that's yeah. yeah, it's always cool if it's someone like was as asking for it, you know. All right, well, we happen to have. Uh, Austin Smith on the line here. Let me see if he's live. Austin, you there? I'm here. I'm here. All right, Austin. Austin, what do you think? I know you got a take on uh, Pro Snowboard. I want to hear your take on this whole situation. Um, yeah, you guys were chatting about it with Jesse Burtner, and I was tuning in. You guys came up with basically no conclusion. <laughs> Which, which is okay. <laughs> no, there's a conclusion. Just some sort of signature gear or announced as a professional by the board company. Yeah. There was also talk about making like a certain amount of money if you like make money, but then is there a threshold? And there's mm. like lots of back and forth. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know what, what the definition is currently. I think it is like a very gray area. That's why we're all debating it and why we all think about it. But it's one that I've been thinking about lately, and what I wish what I wish that it meant was uh, if, and this is a more complicated thing to actually implement, but is if a pro snowboarder got health insurance from their sponsors. Interesting. Well, Not many do, though, eh? Curve. 
Boy, that would be nice. I'd say zero. I think it's zero. Zero point zero. I think it's zero percent. Joe, are you offering that to your public writers? <laughs> no, not currently. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, fuck, I, wish. I wish. I mean, that's, yeah, we've always talked about that. I just like it. You know, we've obviously seen like so many people on freaking GoFundMe and stuff, and that's just a, a bummer of a solution that we've kind of all come to adopt and adapt and mm. make work. But I feel like there just is a way. And I know brands, like, I feel like there's a corporate responsibility, and they feel like they should, and I think they want to. The North Face actually tried to do it. Um, but I don't know what the, the real feasibility is, but I feel like with, I don't know, someone like a Runky that he like did a bunch of work with like that company spot insurance. Um, I feel like there's some way to work the system where brands could be able to offer some, at least like a supplemental, like accidental insurance or something. But like, that was a definition of you went pro. You're like, yeah, these brands like care about me. They like got my back. Um, I'm a pro snowboarder now. They, yeah, they're looking out for me. That would be cool. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, there's been so many instances. Like, I remember Bodie Merrill got buried in an avalanche in Alaska, and he didn't have health insurance. Yeah, and it's like, it's definitely a, a super interesting uh, perspective shift, Austin. I love it. We just got to figure out how to make it happen. Do football players make health insurance, and then, or do they just make so much money that they're do just, they got fine? Health I don't know the answer. You know what I mean? Like, Jules' dad actually works for the Eagles. You know the answer to that, Jules? Do the fo- do football players make get free health insurance? Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. They yeah. get like everything. That's yeah. probably like a lawsuit thing. They gotta have that all covered. Yeah, true. That's like Austin. It kind of gets into a, a slippery part of like almost like a league where it's like if you get in the NFL, there's like a league minimum of a pay, and then it might come with health insurance and things like that. Like snowboarding's never had like a an, an association, a, a players association, a players association, right? Yep. Like that's maybe more what I don't know, like what it would look like. Let's get one of these things you going. Want start, you want to start a union? Union? We're trying to unionize. Yeah. <laughs> He's a brand owner. He's actually should lean against that personally. I think. But I would love like I just want there to be more of a, like an identify. It'd be cool to like you know if you get a, a you sign to a team in the NHL you have a league minimum and you're like you know what you're getting out of it. Kids work their ass off to make that mark and then they're like damn I did it. And in snowboarding, it's just tough because it's just it's not this thing. And you could get a contract and then a year later get clipped. And it's like it's all over the place kind of. So, Public got a lot of money in the coffers to pay for health insurance? Uh, not currently, no. <laughs> I, would, I would say most companies don't. That's what's No, I know. Yeah. For sure. Such I mean, a hard thing. It is a hard thing. It's tough, too, because it's like we're no, – it's risky, right? Our thing is risky, what we're doing. And that's that's just part of it, too. Yeah. Yeah, but we need to lean in to anyone listening out there that works for, like, Blue Cross, Blue Shield or something right now. You know, feel free to call in and uh, offer up some solutions because I don't know anything about the health insurance world. I just use it a lot for a bunch of knee surgeries, and uh, it would be sweet if it was something that was Love it, Austin. Part of the deal. Well, dude, thank you so much for, call- for calling in, Austin. It's been, it was great to hear your voice and uh, great insight, too, with the, the health insurance. Good looks. Get back to the show. Enjoy, boys. Okay. Talk See to you us later. later. So uh, another thing, going back to um, yeah, like the players' league association, super interesting stuff. Like what, what I really think could happen though before that is like you just got to take your, you know, all the brands. You t- you get them all in a room. 
and you got to get everybody on the same page. You take, you know, Nigro from Burton. You take, you know, Mo from K2 or whoever. You bring them all, all the meeting of the minds from all the major, you know, top 15 snowboard companies. And you got to get everybody on the same page and be like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is pro. This is am. And we're fucking doing health insurance. And I mean, I mean I'm sure there's a lot more hurdles. I'm sure Johan is probably yelling in his car well, you saying are, you're a fucking idiot pros while driving. Are private, <laughs> private, pros are private contractors. It's like you're not an employee. Exactly. So the health insurance thing's a tough devil's advocate. If yeah. you're pro, you're making enough money to pay your own yeah, health like, insurance. That should be the one of the first things you go and buy. And Bodie didn't have it by choice. Because he, in his opinion, you get hurt, you can actually haggle. Like you get this surgery, you get a bill for 10K, you can be like, I got 7k cash and they'll be like we'll take it Hmm. and on the spot because they don't want to go chase you down for money without health insurance so (laughs) Bodie did that by choice sidebar uh, another question I got for everybody so there's so we have pros ams contest pros backcountry pros we got people that are in our in our nucleus of our sport and then we got youtubers and YouTubers are on brands, and yeah. they got a lot of people tuned in. Are, are do we do YouTubers go pro? Reed, what do you got? Uh, I don't. For you had uh, Casey Willex on the show, and he's got a pro model with uh, Scotty Lago. But and I'm I'm not trying to hate, but in my mind, I wouldn't consider him a professional snowboarder. So I guess that's why it's so gray. Because why? Because all he's doing is filming himself, at, making vlogs, and I wouldn't consider a vlogger a professional snowboarder. He's inspiring people out there on a heavy level. And I'm, I, yeah, res- respect to him. And but at the end of the day, I would consider him like a, a a vlogger more so than a snowboarder. And I guess vloggers can inspire, huh? No hate, Casey Willax. I wonder what his board... You're bringing a definitely board, a lot of people into snowboarding, yeah, so thank the, you. That's the thing. He inspires people that will buy his products just as much as another guy, but I don't know if that means you're pro or not. That's, Joe, that's what's your take? I mean, I think the word is just, like you said, is gray. Like, anyone could start a brand and, yeah. and turn people pro, and that's exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I've done that before as well. Yeah, you, you can kind of pick your friends. You can do whatever you want. You're pro. You're yeah. pro. You get a board. Yeah, you get a board. I, I, get a board. Too, I get a pro model first. I get a pro, yeah. I get a pro model first. I'm going to have three pro models. <laughs> Head to it's like Oprah handing out cards. <laughs> Look under your seat, Chris. You are oh, a pro. A pro model. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing, though. The word is so gray. Like, if you look at golf, anyone that gets paid in golf, you're now pro. So it's like, doesn't mean if you win a tournament or anything, you could be the club pro at the thing. You're a professional golfer. So in snowboarding terms, it's like, do you get a check and now you're pro? So they don't have to win. They don't have to win. They just have to, like, they have to decide, like, I'll be pro. And then they just get to be pro and can get paid. And then I think with us, we just have a more of a, a, we romanticize the name so much because of, like, the history around it and, like, going pro and, pro AI with all that all that shit you know like celebrating it all so we're probably one of the only industries that really cares that much about it just because we're like it's such a differentiator you know is Casey technically a pro he makes money and he rides a snowboard yeah basically and he's snowboard with his name on it snowboard with his name on it like doesn't matter how he got it like that's a pro yeah it checks a lot of boxes but is it like the 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 way we all wanted to get it or go about it, like maybe not, but that's up for debate too. So I think it's just the word, and it, the word can mean more or less depending on the emphasis you put on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, here's the, this is a bit of a derail from that conversation, but here's why I think YouTubers are super important is because there's a lot of snowboarders that identify as snowboarders that ride 
a couple days, maybe five days a year. And they got their board and they don't really know much about their gear, but they love it, right? And their their introduction is going to be a YouTube video with maybe a big thumbnail that's like, learn a 360 or whatever. And it's like, it's probably in that YouTube world, right? But those guys, that might actually inspire them to become lifelong snowboarders and be like, damn, I'm really into this shit. And as they get into it, and as they really get into the culture, and they not, they're not just a weekend warrior, but they're like, I'm a fucking snowboarder. This is what I do. I know the players. I know the characters. I know the game. I yeah. understand how snowboarding works. Then you then you, you maybe you find Torment Magazine, or you find Slush Magazine, and then you get really into it, and then you find public snowboards, and you're like, oh, shit. This JSEX Pro model is kind of hitting, you know? And I think that they're a great stepping stone to, to become a invested in the culture human being. Probably similar to like us watching X Games as a kid, and that was super mainstream. And then I we, would watch a bunch of how to 360 videos yeah, as or, a little kid. Or that, you know? I wouldn't consider the people teaching me how to do a 360 are professionals, but I appreciate them for bringing a bunch of people in, into the industry. When you were young, did you think they were pros? No. Seen it? No. You just were <laughs> learning that 360. Yeah. And then I found out what pros were, and then I was buying the videos. and. Mm. Which is cool. I hope that continues. I hope like a young kid is like, that's cool and that exists, but I still want to get to be a Jed Anderson. Like mm-hmm. that's what I hope people are still kind of like aspiring to get to because it just, for whatever reason, it just means more, you know? hundred percent. And do the consumers of snowboards even care who's pro, you know what I mean? But I guess it's just special for us. The lifelong ones that are in it. Yeah. You know, not the ones that stride two, two days a year. Yeah. But I love it. I think that was a great debate. I think that was a great debate. I guess we could lean into it a little bit more. I just have one last question is, <laughs> is what are the merits that a pro snowboarder needs? Like, what, what are the specific merits? That's what are the boxes to check? I mean, saying? that's even more great. I think there's people who are just in, people want to wear what they're wearing be what they're on like i think and that's not necessarily a youtuber but it's like there are definitely merits that i think i think you have to have a couple video parts you have to have somewhat of like industry support people have to kind of know who you are if if you're going to turn pro in like this industry and our like community then i think there needs to be an understanding of like who you are and what you're doing and it it's not going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen after one video part but like i said it's the momentum thing like some of you know dustbox dudes it's like Overnight, they're like talked about. They're doing cool shit. There, there's like a, a buzz around them, and then I think that's when it starts. That's when it kind of starts. Reed, how many video parts deep are you, Doug? I mean, videos. Some of our montages um, with dust box. I think five. I think he's due. I yeah. think the kids do. No, I, th- I think do. it's. I think you want to. As what we were talking about earlier, though, is like you want to be waiting on it and people saying that you deserve to be pro. Yeah. Instead He's of turning it. pro, which I think and people are for Reed. I think people are saying yeah, that, I would, and I then would it's back like, that. And turn, then, yeah, turn him pro. It, it I could would be a couple Reed more pro. years. Couple more years. I don't. More I don't years. think that's a bad thing. Like I think yeah. it's good. It's like it establishes more longevity. Now you I mean, now you got six video parts. And you, yeah. You know? I mean. Jill, it's got to be coming soon, but technically still a global am, and she owns a house off snowboarding. Yeah, Jill Perkins? That's global yeah. am? That's yeah. crazy she's not a pro. That's, somebody's fucking up. Yeah. Somebody's I, fucking up. I thought she was pro. I would assume. <laughs> is she not? Like, she's one of the yeah, top damn. women snowboarders. Yeah, she's, that's crazy. She's one of the, she's the yeah. top women snowboarders. 100%. Wow. Okay, I think it's a good time to cut to uh, talk some fit here, buds. And, oh. and uh, cue that up, because I'm going to go take a quick During whiz. the break, I'm going to go take a fit. Yeah. Um, yeah. What up, bomb hole? Reed Smith here, and we're going to be talking fit. 
I like to run the Dustbox Volcom jacket and the Dustbox Volcom pants. Both got the room in the armpits or in the legs to layer up underneath. They're light so you can wear them in the summer, spring, winter, whenever you're rocking. The pants got a little cinch at the bottom. You got that nice fold over that you're looking for. They're not ridiculously baggy because there is a fine line of too baggy. The dust box as a collective was able to work with the Volcom designers and everyone at Volcom and we got a fit that we were really hyped on and uh, psyched to show you guys and see you guys wearing it. Huge shout out to Jonas for drawing up the specs of the pants. Huge, huge shout out to Bean and Coop for putting a lot of work on the jackets. Put your money where your mouth is. Get yourself some Dustbox Volcom outerwear. Said. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get it. Oh, that. are we live? <laughs> no, definitely. Say it. Should we? What up? We are back. Uh, well, So, yeah, Joe just found some interesting news about the health insurance. What did you find out? This is just, just in from Justin Meyer. It's, he said independent contractors are required by law to be insured. Wow. But maybe that's saying that they need to insure themselves. Right. No, themselves, yeah. Oh. You got to. Uh, okay. That's what it's saying. Not if saying you're the company's a, responsibility. Yeah. It's got not it. the company's responsibility. You got to go out and get it. Got it. And I hope you, I mean, it's expensive, but there are cheap programs. We need to get a, some, someone's got to get a health insurance sponsor. That would be sick. Just that Blue Cross Blue that Shield board. That just hooks board. up yeah. the whole industry. <laughs> Blue Cross Blue Shield board. Get them in the game, you know? <laughs> I got a pro model health insurance policy. <laughs> you should sign up Dude, with Dude, I would. <laughs> that would be sick. That's what I'm aspiring to. So, uh, yeah, I think we're getting a voicemail, huh, Chris? Yeah, we are, buds. We're going to get into voicemail. Here we go. We're go we got one from none other than Seth Hewitt somewhere. Because uh, we just did a Volcom ad, right? Yeah, baby Volcom Hewitt. TM. Also, why would you guys toss me up on the screen? I, I mean, I get it. It was requested. Wouldn't you just requested. get scheduled. someone else You got to ask Jules. Talking fucking. I don't know. Get Cody or it was, Benny it was or on the schedule, one of the bro. other 20 people that have filmed it. It's I, a pre-scheduled scenario. Reed, you did great. Reed, you're talking All right, fits. everybody shut up. We're going to get a question <laughs> going here. Bomb hole, this is Seth. I got a question for Joe Sexton and Reed Smith. Joe, how many tries did you put in on that Triple King rail? That's right, I call them Triple Kinks. In Helsinki, Finland, at the church in Cheers. You were wearing a green Ashberry shirt with some jeans. And then also, Reed, Talk about here's my question for you. <laughs> Do you think that the tight pants phase will come back to snowboarding the tight pant trend is it going to come back i don't know baggy went out came back you tell me see you guys show you first you want me to field that one yeah how, how the, the question was how long did it take yeah how long did that how many trick? tries I and think. how well, was, well you mentioned the fit first <laughs> the fit yeah. was on point okay i remember it was re skinny just Leggings, basically, black yeah. jeans, and Whoops. then an Ashberry, <laughs> Ashberry green shirt, and a, I think an orange beanie. And I, I remember feeling myself <laughs> a bit of a tough look, really <laughs> tough look, a bit of a tough look. But yeah, keep going. Well, we'll see what Reed has to say about that. But no, uh, uh, it took me. So I did two tricks on that rail. Okay, and it took me like eight hours. I think I remember we were talking about doing like a full day of school or something. I nose pressed it like pretty early, and that's actually turned out to be the last trick in my part. And then I was like, oh, I want to try that Switch 180.5.0. And I just battled that. And it was so dumb. I already got a trick. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to try this. Like, just mess around with it. Let's we'll yeah, see, see how this one goes. We got time. And then I just battled it for like eight hours. Did it. 
I still don't really even like the way I did it. And then the nose press ended up being my ender. But I think it was like a full. Yeah, it was like I remember we were joking about a full day of school, like seven or something, eight hours. Yeah, that's not bad. It's not. It was a respectable battle. Yeah, respectable. <laughs> I think like at like three hours is when it becomes a battle. Maybe two and a half. Yeah, it's usually nightmarish for the other people that are in the crew when Joe Very picks one of those tricks. Oh, full. that was the one too. Like everybody left and went and got pizza and came back, and I'm just like, Pierre, are you good? Like, <laughs> Pierre's there. Everyone yeah. to use for pizza. Everybody was else was gone. Now, what would you call that reel that you did the trick on? The one in Helsinki? Yeah, yeah as far as the kink. It used to be called like the church triple kink or something. There it is, triple, triple kink. Okay. Triple. That actually oh, yeah, is yeah. right on target with yeah. our, our branding here. Yeah. Uh, and then the question for Reed, tight pants coming back? Um, I used to run tight pants. Whoops. Because of you guys <laughs> and Jed. I actually, my first pair of pants were like... Uh, other than like my first pair of non-kid pants, I think were women's extra small pants. Non-kid pants. You you watch the the attention span it's, is so short. Back. I mean, Granny is going to wear skin-tight pants and be like, "Oh, I was always been." Like, he's going to be like, "Whoops!" My brother used to say I was wearing a Halloween costume when I wore like tight skin black skin tight <laughs> wow. black jeans. He's like, "You wear a Halloween costume," and then five six years later, he's wearing that. And he's like, they're comfy. These are good. Like, do you that, still yeah, wear tight I, pants when the guys in the bachelorette start dressing like that, everyone's just like accepted all of a sudden. Are you so. wearing baggy or tight? I'm in the middle. In the middle, just yeah. an average. I want but I'm, pair but of pants. I'm, 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 a da- I'm hovering. I don't know which way. What I mean, about, what about the tight pants, but they just horrendously flare out at the bottom, ooh, like you want to see boot? Cut. Do you want to see what's <laughs> that one's a that was a the tough boot cut look. You, no, this that'll probably. I don't, I don't know. I, I hope, that comes, I hope it doesn't flare. come back. I hope that comes back. Oh my god! Oh, I can't see it. Put that in the camera. That's Justin Hevel, and I texted Durham. He sent me this, and I go, I got an actual physical reaction of like happiness when I saw that clip in the video part. That's it amazing. Meant, I love, I, the, his pants needed to look like that. <laughs> but then again, those kids with the the hammer, MC Hammer pants, man, that's like taking baggy. Yeah, a little too far. With there's, a line. There's, a there's, a def- there's a line. There's a line. There's a line. There's a line. Welcome to the ball hole. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, there's a line, guys. There's a big time line. <laughs> this, is it the chipmunks? What's going on here, man? <laughs> Did somebody hit the spritzer? Yeah, what's up, man? This is amazing. <laughs> is, this, is this some new stuff our board does here, man? We might need to hit this for ABU, buds. Make sure we're dialed in, bro. So dialed in, man. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Anyways, okay. enough of that. <laughs> okay. Sorry, we got some new sound effects new here. New sound effects are amazing, with. dude. Good time to bring them in, I guess, right there in that yeah, debate. It is. <laughs> Me and Reed just didn't say it. Why don't you guys caught. talk? We're not getting caught. No. I'm not slipping. <laughs> All right. We got wow. we got another hot, hot topic here. Hot topic. And we're not talking mall store here. We're talking two words. Old head. Reed has popularized. Uh, if you haven't seen his B-hole episode, we talk old heads for a long time. I can't wait to hear this um, uh, Reed, why don't you break down, you know, you use the term old head a lot. Uh, it's, it's a bit derogatory. And, uh, <laughs> I'm offended. What, who, 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 is, here. who is the old head in snowboarding? Who's an old head? Like, what is an old head? People got so bummed about that. <laughs> they got so bummed. But before my episode, you're like, Reed, I just want you to be talking like you're talking on the dust box couch. Like, let it spill out. And I was like, all right, I got you. Um, old heads. Another gray area. So, um, <laughs> you're talking to a couple old heads over here. No, 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 no. Choose so, wisely. So, <laughs> actually, one of us two is. Yeah, so Chris is an old head. Oh, shit. For sure. Just because he doesn't really 
care too much from about filming snowboarding anymore he probably complains to go on a all expenses paid trip to have to go snowboard <laughs> meanwhile joe you're you might be older than chris and the same, same age. age all right and definitely not an old head you're still filming parts i still rewatch southpaw so thank you it's uh it's definitely a mentality thing i feel like i know some old heads that are my age and then we got mikey leblanc who's 49 years old and <laughs> is fucking juiced to be snowboarding and like excited to go on trips so he's not an old head but he's like a you can kind of transition in and out of old head as well because he probably was an old head five years ago when he was just fully out of the game. So and it's whatnot, not age. No, no. Nothing age. to do with age. Mentality based. Yeah. Mentality is what's in the but mind. But now he's so fucking juiced to be bored. And same with like I, Seth was filming a couple of clips in the streets this year. I mean, Seth is, he, I mean, he's still an old head. Sorry, Seth. But <laughs> just a little. Like, he, I mean, he fucking loves it more than anyone, though. So I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Question. So let's go a couple hypotheticals here. Let's say I'm like, you know what? I'm sick of being an old head. I, I will also gladly wear that. I will just call me an old head. Not offended. Love it. Good. Uh, Good. But let's just say hypothetically, I'm like, you know what? I got a freaking fire under my ass. I'm going to, I'm putting the podcast on the back burner and I'm just going, I'm going to film a fucking other part and I'm going to tomahawk down some concrete stairs <laughs> and I'm filming some A grade beef. Yeah, then right right after that, you're you're good to go again. That's what I was just saying about Mikey. Okay, yeah, like, he, Mikey fucking loves it so much and is, I, I don't know, hitting all of us up. I'll like go bowling with him, and he's so juiced to any like this upcoming year. He's like, can't wait to get back out there. And okay, meanwhile, you uh, do you complain when you have to go on an all expenses paid? I complain. <laughs> trip. I complain if I have to leave Salt Lake. <laughs> like I don't even because I've traveled so much and yeah. So I mean, I'm an old head right there. Boom, you know. <laughs> so um, fit just you know, and then take Joe. Not an old head. Yeah, right? no, he's it, fucking itching up. to get on trips. Okay, Todd, so. Todd Richards. Uh, yeah, he's old head. Okay, Jeremy Jones. Um, yeah, sorry, Jer. Oh, but I know uh, he fucking. He's got no, disagree. No, no, actually, actually, Jeremy's filming clips on like a parking you're, block. Yeah, no, we're, I'm, Jeremy's a, not me, an old. I, I, uh, my bad, Jer. You're not. You're not. Because he's fucking walking up to the spot in May, yeah. shoveling stairs on those rails to make it look dope. Well. The rest of the dust box that's fucking 20 years old is like, oh, the spot, that's like a 15-minute hike. Like, I'm not going up there. <laughs> yeah. So, my bad, Jer. I, uh, I wasn't thinking straight. Okay, which member of the dust box mm. has the the most the old head, head tendencies? Ooh. Oh, oh my god, Let's, that's that, you gotta I use a name. You I can't dodge this one. Know. No dodge. You gotta throw some shade. <laughs> We're, you're not squirming your way out of this one, Reed. I don't. I don't know. There, any of them are gonna be bummed if I call them out. I love it. You gotta give a name. Somebody. Some blood has to be shed here. <laughs> blood has to be shed. Just most old head tendencies of just like. Maybe not feeling it sometimes. Who's the stuff? old head in the crew? He's got to give a name. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to pay the uh, penance here. <sighs> Southie? Dan McGonagall? No, Dan fucking Dan puts <laughs> it all on his back. <laughs> Definitely not Dan. <laughs> 
Okay. Is the, what no, about Coop? What about the shaman? What about the shaman? No, no, no. He's not he's old fucking, Everyone's hungry. I, 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 like it's impossible to say because I feel you like know he's got a name in his head and he's like, yeah. I'm not saying no, that. no, I don't because <laughs> everyone's not, fucking like twenty years this, old. We're not leaving this podcast. Yeah, will you give we'll us a fucking live name? This is live. We have to do this. I would say one of the Inspivians, maybe, which is a fucking Jonas or Ryan, but they're still fucking. They're still hungry to do the Let's do it. Name two of them. That's sick. No, they're still fucking hungry to do it, but they don't care maybe as much as the rest of us because they have other cooler shit going on with their lives. So, like, they don't, they're not as, like, fucking, they have other passions. I mean, okay. all of us have some other things going on, but they definitely have some. I mean, I saw, like, Ryan was shooting photos of, like, Julia Fox a couple weeks ago. and Yeah, Ryan's killing it. Jonas is... All right, we're derailing a little bit. Okay, yeah, we, yeah, got, yeah. we got to All the right, bottom line. Like, good, good old head conversation. Good stuff. Um, we got a guest question for you, Reed. And this is a great question. I'm curious myself. Who asked one this? of our listeners. I don't know. Here we go. <laughs> What's up, Bombhole? This is Ian Kirk. I'm sitting in New Hampshire. Oh, Ian Kirk. Mutant. So Yo, Reed, do you remember when we went to Europe with Charlotte Van Gills, the Dutch rider? And I had to go to court one day. You went up to the mountain with Charlotte, and some Dutch dudes were making fun of her. So you followed them around and watched what tricks they were trying and did all the tricks right in front of them. Super funny. Great thing you did. Uh, any thoughts on that? Peace. <laughs> yeah, Ian Kirk. Um, am I unmuted? Yes, I unmuted you. Okay, word. Ian Kirk, Chris Waker, both the shit, would board with them in Colorado with actually Robbie and Cooper and Dan and met a bunch of those guys. Um, I was living at Sam Gilday's family's house during that winter. Um, we were in Austria for a snowboard contest and... <laughs> Um, Ian was in court because Robbie was spray painting and fucking got caught by some Austrian police or some shit like that. And yeah, some guy was just falling around this girl that was like riding with us and like just, and she was fucking, she's super good. She's probably doing like 1080s and shit, but she would like try some rail trick and they like didn't like her for some reason. And like, just kept on like trying to like be like, Oh, I'm better than you. And like, you get paid and whatnot and we're just doing whatever tricks they would do and whenever they'd mess up on something i'd just try and one-up them so they didn't get too big of a head <laughs> and i was i was i don't know it worked out that day that i was able to i think maybe the the fire under my ass to like <laughs> not let them have a big head that's uh, such a respectable move just think that. about just watch just right behind them just, yeah you guys think you're hot shit i'm gonna one-up you and do every <laughs> trick you can do just to cut you down a peg well they were being dickheads so they they i had to at least try I love it. Amazing. I love it. Well, you know what it's time for? This is a very coveted section oh, of the wow. show. This is very, very coveted. Woo. Uh, I think it's time to get into BNN. Let's do this. We got it. Yeah, we got it. Welcome to BNN, Buds's News Network. You're good. Go take a Hello. We are back. So, before I get into the news, a uh, quick tribute of respect for Adam Merriman. Snowboard community lost a true legend. Adam, we miss you. We love you. We got some images of Adam to pop up there, big dog. We do, oh, we don't have images of those. We lost all our images? But we have uh, They're a in my news let's, folder. Let's give him a super air horn. While we're at it. They're all the, the zero ones. Oh, 
All right. So, back to the news. Do you have any of my images? We do. All right. So... If anyone knows me, you know I don't like driving, right, Chris? Absolutely. Uh, Ali actually dubbed what I have road trip narcolepsy. I uh, fall asleep while driving, and it sometimes only takes minutes. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. A lot like Tommy Gesby on the down bar, yeah. if you will. Or, or Dusty when yep. he's in the air jumping. Exactly. Uh, interestingly enough, two pilots were flying a uh, commercial flight 37,000 feet. Um, the, everyone on the plane notices that they missed their stop, and they're still flying, and they actually... Both pilots fell asleep for 25 minutes and uh, missed the landing and had to apologize and turn around and land. And so, obviously, they also have road trip narcolepsy. And uh, so, it's a real thing. This is proven. Glad. Yeah, there's a picture of them. It's not up. It was up there. It was up there. there. Sweet. Yeah, they actually fell asleep driving, both of them. Yeah. Someone popped in. That's like Stony Buds on I-80 right there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I I mean, planes can fly themselves, so why not? It's just funny that two of them would fall asleep. Uh, Next, we're going to talk about math. Oh. Kids? Uh, did, I, did I send you this one? Oh, you got one of them. Okay. Kids, Sorry. don't do math, first of all. I love that uh, sometimes art will imitate the uh, true life. And what we got here is a person two weeks ago named Walter White got arrested for manufacturing meth. And look how much he looks like the guy from Breaking Bad. This is real. That's real. This Bert, is Bert, legal name. His yeah. name was Walter White. Birth certificate says Walter yeah. White for that guy Come on the left. This was like two weeks ago. Um, another story about meth. A lady got let out of jail after getting caught for meth. She went in Walmart, got everything she need, needed, and started manufacturing meth in the aisle. Mm. Got put right back in jail. Yeah. Uh, bold, bold strategy. Another one in Florida. Couldn't Man. wait. Could not wait. <laughs> Could not wait. <laughs> To get this started. seems like a good Let's place to cook up. <laughs> aisle you ten, know, perfect <laughs> zone. A good place to cook up. Aisle yeah. ten. Let's yeah. do it. Let's get the oven started. Let, whatever. So um, in Florida, a man covered in mud was—he uh, shook off two tasers. He bit a canine dog, spit in a cop's face, and beat up another cop. The power of math. Another one. A man fought off fifteen cops while jerking off. <laughs> 15 police officers 15 while police masturbating. officer at once while masturbating. So I don't know. He had to, like, one <laughs> hand. I mean, math. I was going to I thought I was making a joke. Is that not Granny at Woodward? Yeah. I thought <laughs> Hell of a drug, but uh, yeah, they didn't mention the name of the perpetrator, did they? <laughs> no, they did not. Okay, it might have been Christian. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, stay away from meth if you want to keep your teeth, kids. Uh, like to uh, neglect a comment at this yeah. moment. Next Official in news, uh, we like to talk about that question for uh, what is it when we roll the dice on a show? Uh, the conjoined twins question. Oh, Siamese twins. Siamese twins. Yeah. So in the news, there was a pair of Siamese twins that uh, they went to court with each other. These guys have two upper torsos, but one lower torso. And one of them brought the other one to court because his brother kept masturbating. And he felt that he needed to get permission. If he was going to masturbate, it was basically like sexual assault. Mm-hmm. If he was going to masturbate without his brother's permission, so they're going to have to go to court and work this out in a court of law yeah. to see if you're allowed to masturbate or not. So uh, I'll keep you guys posted on uh, what the outcome of that's going to be. Wow. Joe, you had a twin brother going up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys ever have that problem? That's what it's got to go. So. <laughs> Hopefully you guys didn't have that problem out there. Um, number number four in the docket, and there's a photo to go with this one. The government is so convinced that UFOs are real, they put a UFO on a real government uh, logo now. Mm. And so there's some airplanes and actually a UFO. So, I mean, these guys, are, they're getting ready to drop this Maybe they'll us. pay health insurance, yeah. right? They, yeah, they're gonna, <laughs> someone's going to pay health insurance. So uh, Halloween's around the corner. And uh, 
Ranch, Hidden Valley, I think, put out a new flavor, Candy Corn Ranch. Yuck. Pretty exciting. Fucking disgusting. That looks fucking gross. Yeah, that's got to be pretty nasty, huh? But uh, I think we're going to take a minute. Halloween's around the corner. It's a big holiday. I know in my back in my day when I used to party, it was, we were all out, right, with some costumes. I'm going to give you guys some costume ideas right now. Please. So do it yourself. Cheap ideas. Get your kid looking like Chucky. Pretty scary right there. Good choice, bud. Good choice. Uh, <laughs> this person lost her. She has a missing dog sign right there. Mm-hmm. You can see her dog's coming out her butt. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good, buddy. That's my wife. She's a cokehead. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners, it's a box of uh, Diet Coke on her head. So yeah. that's pretty good. That's and a bloody nose. Yep. So that's we got a cokehead. We got your dog. You got to get your dog. That's my dog, actually. Put a mask <laughs> on him. Good to go. You got to involve the dogs in Halloween. And we got uh, my other dog, Turtle. Turtle Pug right there. That's freaking cute. You got to get the dogs involved. You also got to get kids Bowie? involved. Is that Bowie? No, that's my old one, Belly. You got the kids involved, too. We got a pack of cigarettes and a bottle of Jack Daniels. Wow. Got to commend this guy on his, uh, on, his, on his thing. Banksy. That's actually not art. That is a human dressed as one of Banksy art pieces. Does he walk around? He just stands? Yeah, he walks there. around and then freezes at the oh. party. And uh, I don't know. Maybe people try to buy the art. I have no idea. Nice. Good one. Uh, another one, mar- dog turning the martini if your dog's hurt. That's pretty tight. <laughs> they got a cone. That's yeah. good. A little coney malmy. Um, <laughs> this was my costume one year. Stony Buds. Stony Buds. Stony Buds. <laughs> Is that uh, for the upcoming Halloween? You're not that was in the like, mirror? <laughs> that was the last time I dressed up. I just was a weed leaf. So if you oh, guys want cool. a good idea, there you go. Uh, what do we got? That's it. So right. That's the news. Has that it been it? One more uh, reminder for you guys. It's also video premiere season. Get out there. Support snowboarding. Get in there. Get in the theaters. Watch these movies as they come to your town. Theaters. Dustbox premiere. Theaters. Halloween. Halloween weekend. Dustbox Saturday premiere. before. Support the community. Premier. We'll get into that. Uh, little city. Throw, throw the uh, throw the BNN outro logo. So we see, play that play the thing again. So we seem legit. The BNN. Welcome to BNN. Buds' News Network. Thank you. Buds, that was phenomenal. Thank you. Um, well, with all this talk about Halloween, we actually happen to have a guest question from uh, one of our listeners that left a voicemail. Here we go. Hey, guys. Hot Liquors here. Um, question for you. With Halloween coming up, I was curious, what's everybody going to be for, for the holiday? Phil? Buds? Chris? What it will be this year, guys. All right. Love the show. Take care. Bye. Great question. Who wants us? Who wants to take us out? Buds, we gotta hear you, dude. I haven't thought about it. It's kind of. I, I know what I'm gonna be. So I feel like it's a little early I'll, to know what I'll, you're I'll, doing for Halloween. Dude, Halloween's already like, like all that planning. Dude, it's like a two week event in Salt no, Lake. Yeah, it you seems gotta get like. uh, Party start going. I bet Jules has like seven costumes lined up. Really? Yeah, or she will. She's going as Red Man right now. Yeah, Red. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it roll Adidas kid. Yeah, full Adidas sweatsuit going on. What are you going to be, Jules? I'm going to be a woman of the French resistance. Woman oh, of the, the resistance. French resistance. That's, cool. That's pretty cool. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll start things off. I know who I'm going to be for Halloween, and I'm going to be Stony Buds. Yes. I'm going to put a beard on, and uh, I mean, yeah, we're going to be get glue some shit to my face and, you know, hit a couple so good my dogs. And, yes. You Dude, know, one of, we'll one of my good. favorites I've seen out there before is when people are bozong. That's a good one. Oh, bozong is a great That's a classic if anyone needs an idea. Also, JP Walker from like the resistance oh, with a huge chin. Yeah, that one's all, that's a good one. They have like a bigger chin. I'm like just a, gonna like, be a chin. Oh, you're so giant. I'll one. be JP Walker's chin. Uh, Joe, you, you got any ideas? I, I was I haven't thought too much about it, but I was thinking either Happy Gilmore 
or uh, <laughs> the dude from that chef show. <laughs> that, you guy know, Fieri. That, yeah, guy. No, yeah. not that. <laughs> That's a good one, though. That's no, there's one. that show, The Bear. And you know the dude who's on that show? I don't uh, know. I'm not familiar with that. Well, I haven't I, seen it. It's a deep cut, maybe, but I, don't know, cool. that. Over my I haven't thought here. too much about it. Reed, you got nothing? No Bud's plans. Got nothing? All right, we'll Usually keep it moving. Usually just do grab a couple some face paint. I swear I've seen you with a sick one before, some photos. You painted your face last year. Yeah, last year I was Two-Face. Oh, yeah. Brett was Batman. You guys killed it. Yeah, that was yeah. good. They look yeah. good out there. All right, we, gotta, we got go another deep with. We got Halloween. another guest question. This is a voicemail from one of our listeners. Thanks for everybody that called in. Here we go. Bomb hole. This PKB here. Patreon number four twenty. Um, Stoked to tune in. All banged up. Episode seven. Don't really got a question. Just here to bring the hype. Love what you guys are doing. Love it. Up all over right away here. Another snowboard season ahead. And I guess my if I was to ask a question is when are we going to get Granier in the booth? We looking at episode two hundred. What are we doing? Who's the guest for episode four twenty? That's the big question ahead because we know you're hitting it and love it. Love what you guys are doing. Can't wait to tune in. Have a great day, boys. Hell yeah, brother! Should Thanks. we plan out Thanks. a four twenty episode yeah. right now? I mean, I mean that's for like me, years from now. I'm going. I, yeah, that's that's a long. That's several years. Like that's seventy like, episodes. Y- yeah, that's, no, it's not several years. Yeah, fifty. T- so we're at we're at one fifty. So it's we're at one thirty. Fifty a year. So two. You know that that's two year and a half. So yeah, a, couple, a few. I think it's more than that. But but uh, I'm I, not good I, with math. I but. would say I would I would say uh, for four twenty. Uh, I'd say Chris Bradshaw's yes. my first pick. That's we'll give him some time to think about his episode. And you guys got any other six years? I don't, but where do you think that guy was from? Uh, potentially Canada, <laughs> yeah, so, somewhere in Canada. Yeah, I got to respect. I like, I love his energy. Jules, is he yeah, really Patreon cool. number four twenty? Oh yeah, yeah. Man, he's got to hold on to that. That's, that's that guy dope. was awesome. That's dope. Yeah, maybe we'll see me episode two hundred. Who knows? We'll, maybe we'll, we'll you're, trying, you're trying to get out of it. You're giving yourself an out. No, hypothetically, kid's giving himself an out right now. We need a grenade in episode two hundred. Six right. hours long. What Another guest question. I got a question about heavy metal. I know you guys had involvement in setting it up. And there was this whole controversy about cutting off the donkey or not. First of all, I just want to know if that rumor was even true. And secondly, I want to know how y'all feel about altering a spot for a contest. Personally, I'm happy it stayed on, but curious to hear y'all's thoughts. Thank you guys. Have a great show. <laughs> sounds like a Joey question. That's here. one for J-Sex the Kid. He had, he, he had a lot to do with that. J-Sex? Yeah, I was fortunate enough to get asked to help with some of the planning for that event. And it was really cool. And a little bit of a weight on my shoulders when I we were kind of torn between what we wanted to do with the rail. It's a scary rail in Duluth. Originally, it was pitched that they were going to cut it off just to make it more kind of user-friendly. And then there, we got some, there, yeah, there's total controversy around it with just people being like, I don't think that's what you should do. And ultimately, I was more leaning towards not doing anything to it, obviously. But we would send the photo to people, and they'd be like, that real? Like, damn, I don't know. And then I'd be like, well, we might cut the kink off. They're like, well, that could be kind of cool. So it just depended on who it was. And I think in the end, I'm glad it stayed out. it was. And those guys stepped up and did amazing stuff. And <clears throat> it was really incredible to see. And I think I thought that event went really well. And But I think uh, it just – I am not wasn't down to modify the spot, but I think it was just sort of like what – we got the feedback that they wanted that kind of. And then, yeah, so I don't know. The city would have been cool with that? We were gonna put it back on. Like we've oh. never just cut it off. Like there was already plans it. to put it back on. Cut it for cut the it cut it for the contest. It. Have a really cool contest. Like the the hope was that to see someone like maybe two seventy, and Benny tried it with the fucking Which, thing on. That was so it was like bonkers. It was really cool to see the guys step up, girls step up. They're hitting it. Like people hitting that rail is no joke, and it was 
pretty rad to just watch that. Dude, during real snow, I was out with Breezy, and we were at a law firm, and this this guy cut off the donkey on this crazy nice expensive rail. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, this is too far. And yeah. He, he didn't put it back on. See, I'm not a fan really yeah. of that. This is like I a sanction. I don't call out a, Breezy, but it was like a sanctioned thing. It was the city would have been cool. They would put it right back on, and if that's ultimately what everybody wanted, I think it would have made for a cool contest. But enough stuff came back. It's like. Okay, cool. We'll leave it as is. He I also asked, it, what do you think if people do it in the streets, like Breezy? I think it's just all your comfort level. Like, if you want to modify something and it's like you're cool to deal with the consequences, it's not the coolest thing to do. But, I mean, we didn't – neither is riding a handrail in general. Yeah. So it's like you just draw the line on what you're <laughs> willing to go. I was with people cutting down gigantic trees and light poles and shit like light that. Light poles. Just to snowboard on. So it's like – yeah, it's just kind of like how you how you feel about it. What if you put it back together, though? Read, that, read what's your There was take? none of that. No. Um, Kind of depends on what you're doing. If you're like... Cl- I remember in Anchorage this year in uh, Jed's bug out video, he like hopped up to a pad and then uh, propped up a gate and back lift it. And they mm-hmm. just did a small cut and then unscrewed like the closing of just like the padded area to be able to hit the spot and then put it all back together so i feel like that's totally cool and yeah it's actually cool to like put in that much work to like hit the spot and you know you deserve to get that clip or whatever uh Not especially in anchorage where everything has a lot of shit's been done you gotta you gotta fucking do it um yeah so I, th- I think it can be cool as long as you put it back. Also, or or if it's like an abandoned building, you cut a light pole, like that's chill. I also think it's cool when people do like some board mods to hit some spots. There's like a Craiger clip of him doing like a board slide. He's got a really long tail because he's doing a board slide across a fence and his nose is kind of dragging across this chain link fence. And I think it's cool when you put in that extra effort to make the spot work. Yeah, let's talk board mods. Let's get into that because uh, you mentioned earlier off air that you also, you know, do a creeper rail and maybe you slide your bindings out so your toe edge is, you know, adjusting. Yeah, yeah, that's a board mod. Right? Yep. Yeah, I think they're definitely a go. Like I, I, I'm excited to see him, Spencer. Like cut off his tail and did it like a back tail on a creeper and i thought that was fucking dope to see um if i'm trying to creeper i usually pull the heel cups as far back and like have as much heel drag as possible just so i can fit more of my toe in between the rail and the wall um i think unnecessary board mods are kind of whack not to call you out chris you but you uh, <laughs> you're talking what's chris that one? he's cut like right a swallowtail <laughs> see that it's on the wall here. yeah but it served no purpose he, he no cut purpose. a swallowtail the trick, to front board the oh, uh, king it. No, it was just to have a swallowtail from her i can i'll explain it in a second. to make it fun. i want to hear it though <laughs> and i was just like what the fuck's up with that like that did not need to be done but like let's say you cut a swallowtail and then did like some sort of like tail drag on a rail and it like made sense why that board modification was done then i think that's cool totally but uh, it seems a little unnecessary no, I, I, love, I love the take <laughs> i love the take and i think that's a cool one um and, and that was you know i think that i i like just riding a wacky board to make the clip crazy you know where, where my head was at is that i'm so into conceptualizing like thinking about how the trick is going to be filmed and how it's going to look 
And for me, you know, I love tricks that stand out and that make you, that jump out at you and, and are just memorable. And I remember just thinking, like, I think that would be so cool if the swallowtail is going over the fisheye and it's filmed in the lens and I'm front boarding a triple kink and the, the like literally the swallowtail is just going right over the fisheye and, and Rubes filmed that and killed it. And it was just a product of my imagination and just trying to be experimental and uh and i love that it gets you it, you're like that's whack i think that's also <laughs> yeah, no no it's I, do. I do it, it doesn't like, fucking keep me up at night or anything but and like it also a little bit though huh? no no he's just he, no it's Maybe i like night. i like his take on but spot mods yeah. also i'm just fucking talking shit and yeah like How do about, your own thing what like about obviously Jeremy jones with it when he was doing all his uh Custom board spinner. I wouldn't say that's my favorite because he took the back binding off too. That was the other thing. It's like the back binding wasn't on a snowboard; it's just a fully gone. So it was, that was a full board mod, just where you can really only New do sports. And I think you gotta like you gotta <laughs> keep. I like what Bertner said, and and you gotta keep your snowboard like a rideable snowboard. Yeah, and I think that's always cool. And I also did do a nose grab tail scrape down a rail with that thing where it was in the that was the original yeah, rail was yeah Reed you must not up. remember that fucking idiot pull the clip up pull the clip up like we, we don't we, we got that way queued up I think holy shit it's yeah, not teach these kids everything <laughs> fucking hey you and Reed have had a grug match for you know years, what maybe though, Reed right? shouldn't be pro you know what I think he needs a couple more years yeah, let's, let's reassess reassess I think he needs five or six more years maybe seven or eight but I also think it's cool when you're just doing your own thing and people there's gonna be people that talk shit I feel like uh, when Ravs first started like fucking around with the rolling around shit, people were talking shit, but in the end, his like own take on things is what brought him to that like next level. So, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you just got to say fuck them and, and well keep said. it running. Here, what yeah. a, here's another one. This is another. So, Scott Stevens, he's got a freaking, he's got an entire shed full of props <laughs> for doing tricks, right? And you might be driving around with him and he might have a, a pair of shin pads in the back of his car. And you say, Scott, why do you have uh, catcher's shin pads for baseball? Oh, well, it's because I want to do a shin slide down the rail. Uh, wow. So, Remember we had hockey puck gloves? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you're talking uh, props. He had like hockey puck. We're talking Gallagher prop comic. Gallagher props. He's Gallagher. So wow. what, what's your take? Reed, what's your take on the shin pads, the shin slider rail? <laughs> That's cool. Kind of I amazing. mean, no one else has fucking done it. And... It's not like that prop is for no reason, like some may say the swallowtail is for. So I'll, I'll, I'm also going to give you another sidebar on the swallowtail. It was actually the most horrific snowboard to ride because I I cut into the effective edge. I didn't just cut the nose on the nose. I cut so yeah, that's like a real shoddy job. It, it you really did could only be ridden dead straight into a handrail. Like that tell. board doesn't actually turn. Yeah. The contact points are just insane. Okay, on that I got thing. a couple others. I got a couple others. What about uh, Shuby? He was throwing down the. the the tail scraper across the road, and he had the 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 spark the sparker. I mean, that's just fun. That's cool. Yeah, that's that cool. makes the clip. It was like a one second spark, thing. Yeah. Sparker's good. Fucking swallowtails out. Though. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I see how it is. Pretty much anything Chris does is out. <laughs> anything the cool guys do is in. Yeah, Spenny does that next year. Like, I think those swallowtail the rules. clip was so sick. <laughs> <laughs> that front what, board what about, with the swallowtail. Oh, so cool. What about God, over the fish damn, eye? It was so Spenny, Spenny with the slack line and Mikey with the toboggan. I think the toboggan's way in. Toboggan's fire. Toboggan's like a rideable yeah. binding. 
Yeah. But it's some dope shit. Slackline. What do you guys think of Slackline? Well, to Reed's point, it's, or like, I don't know. If it's not every single clip, it's like, yeah. all right. Like, if it's fun. It's it's exciting. It's different. I also, think then, it, then it's cool. If if people are talking shit, probably a good thing. At least you fucking stir yeah. the pot a little yeah. bit. At least they're all, talking. All publicity yeah. is good publicity. Yeah. Yeah. At least they're talking. All right. We're going to get into some current events, guys. This is a real show. We're doing a real show on YouTube. Here we go. We're talking politics. <laughs> this is a real show. <laughs> No, we're, snowboard current events. Jesus Christ, Christ, no. We're snowboard not talking tournament. fucking politics. Oh, okay. Jesus, no. Wow. I don't even know what's going on yeah. out there in the world yeah, of politics. Yeah, let's we steer clear. This is a this is a yeah. break from politics yeah. is what this is. This is a break from politics. Um, so first things first, uh, Man Boys just came out on our YouTube channel. Uh, it's kind of fuego, if you haven't checked it out. Um, some notables. Chris Rasman is basically beaten in a cage and released to uh, the Whistler backcountry. I think he may have been bitten by a uh, dog with rabies, potentially, before he attacked the backcountry. Um, I really, really love Jody Wachniak's uh, front front seven. Big Jody uh, fan. We don't have any of the clips on the screen, so you don't need to look over there. We didn't load any of them. Jody uh, is just uh, doing this still. Big, love this. Big you, Jody fan. Is Jody an old head? Because he's got a podcast, yeah, too. But he's still ripping. No way. Yeah, he's still ripping. I don't like being put on the spot for all these Reed, fucking you, old Reed, Reed, you signed up for yeah, this. You no, no Jody's yourself. still filming clips. Like you guys just okay, said it yourself. Good, okay. You're good to go. I just can't also, leave. I feel like he. I mean, I've never been on a trip with him, but from uh, it's hard to tell someone's personality through watching a video. But you can tell he's happy to help set up the spot and be there. He's not fucking. Oh, it's about spot setup too now. Okay, now the parameters are. <laughs> I just can't here. believe the parameters <laughs> of an old head. Parameters has to do with if you want to film a video part or not. That's no, just, no, no, no. I think he explained it pretty well. He explained it pretty well. I think parameters of an old head is the first name is kind of like Crit, and the last name is like Renier. It's like if it's anything like that. Basically, you're, you're good as long as you don't start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jody. Oh, true. If you're Canadian, it's a go. Jody got a, a pass. He, he's not old head. He's Jody's not old head. Okay. Yeah. Other news. Uh, this is coming up. Bodie Merrill and uh, Nils Mindich uh, launched their project Space Cadet. They're gonna come out on our YouTube channel. So um, I haven't seen much, but actually, I think we got a. I Nils sent me an iPhone clip. Right? Do we? Do we have that, Seth? I we think we. It's, it's just I just hit up Nils. I'm like, do you guys have anything? And he's just fired over something, but I don't know if he has it or not. Um, but uh, it oh, should be pretty something. cool. It's it's very space oriented. Um, what do you mean they're shredding up in space? Yeah, I think they're up in fucking space. I think they go to Mars and Uranus. Moon landing. Uranus. I think uh, they went to Uranus. Oh, they did. Huh? I heard Bodie uh, cab ten the Chad's gap of Uranus. They so. explored Uranus. <laughs> yes. So um, that I guess that the space cadet. Keep an eye out for that. It's coming out on our channel, so you're not going to want to miss that. And this is big news, breaking news. Everybody heard about it. Pat Moore, he's going to Arbor. Woo! He's leaving K2. I heard he left. A, he left. A, he, had a, he had a great offer, too. Uh, I got some insider trading info. I will not reveal my sources. Was it a financial move? Drop what are we it. talking? No, I can't reveal my sources. But um, I guess he had. He uh, went over to Arbor. and he's got some current. Some ra- rarely is there like a surprise where you didn't hear it. I didn't know it was coming. Did you? No, I didn't know. Anything. I didn't know it was Pretty, coming. They did a good job keeping that secret. Yep. I love how everyone on the Graham thought he was going to Forum. Yeah. Even I though, did. Like, a couple, did you think he was going? Yeah. Couple, I thought that was pretty cool. I was a couple like, posts before, though, he said he wasn't going to Forum, and everyone's still just like, Forum, Forum. Nobody cared. Yeah. And then he's like, guess what? Well, he's you know, he could quit. Forum. He could quit Arbor and still make one more move. You know? Still going to make a move? Tight. Yeah. But, uh, Quick yeah. six-month contract. Yeah, a little six-month Connie. What's the know? deal? He became a father, and he just had to up the ante and 
get a new you deal. You become like, a little more environmentally friendly. Chris, let yeah. us into a little insider trade. His eco um, credits, he needed to step up his credits? No, I think they were just willing to support him, you know, being a dad and being where he's at in his career. And, and I know that K2 was as well. I know that he could have gone he could have gone, he could have gone either way. Uh, but I think that from what I hear, Arbor's got some exciting stuff in the in the in the hopper. I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to say here. I, I don't know <laughs> Arbor, if people are even watching this. Arbor, uh, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. But Arbor needed a redhead on the team, I heard, for they marketing. Did. It was, yeah, a, it was a marketing. Yeah, it was move. a diversity yeah. move. I think. They were like, We don't have a redhead. Yeah, what are we gonna redhead. do here? Let's, yep, let's get them. Yep. So we should have got the animals then. Well that? they had they got the list of the redheads and they were just like, we're gonna go Patmore. No, we're happy for Patmore. That's a cool move. Yeah, I'm Good sure him. I'm sure he fucking they backed up a basically a dump truck to his house and just f- fucking unloaded basically hundred dollar bills on yes. his front lawn. So I think he's doing great. <laughs> I, yep. think I think that's the next welcome clip that comes out. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually Scrooge receiving that. <laughs> <laughs> he actually got paid in a Brinks truck, from what I understand. Love that. Yeah, just a cash deal. So um, all right, we got some more voicemails we can get into here. What else we got? We got heavy metal, read your oh, here we go. What up, Bombhole? Love you guys. Super excited to hear you got Reed and Sexton in the booth today. I just want to know if you had any thoughts that you hadn't talked about already on Noah getting the cover. I thought that was pretty sick. Super hyped on that. And then I also wanted to know for Reed and Joe, if you guys had any interest in doing video parts outside of street um, snowboarding, like Reed, I know you call yourself an ATV. You had that front nine at Hood. Would you guys be interested in doing either like fast country parts or just anything outside the realm of street snowboarding? Love you guys. I hope I don't call myself an ATV. It's in your Instagram bio. Read ATV Smith. I don't know if you've ever seen Joe Sexton ride a snowmobile, though. It's a fucking horrendous operation. I bet reading a snowmobile is like that, too, though. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't even know. He even well, know. he's still got that AM budget. He can't even afford one of those yeah. shits. Should have seen what I nope. could afford. I just had a piece of shit. <laughs> I was still, I was still AM when I filmed that part too, and it was horrendous out there. I was scared shitless every day. You scared of the sled? So, so you guys got so scared. Answer the question. Where are we at? Um, Read you go first. It is first things first. Noah Peterson. Huge congrats. That's my brother. Um, incredible photo. Yeah, it's dope. I feel like right when it was shot, we. We knew it would uh, it would have to be. Um, yeah, I love that. I mean, that's that was I was I pictured it right as it right as I saw the photo and were you there? Who shot? Yeah, who shot? Bob, Bobby, Bob Plum, Bobby Plum, and he was also writing an article on the dust box while he was in Helsinki with us. So Whack. That's it all lined up. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so fucking dope. Noah only did that in like five tries or something. Got it. Got it quick. Photos incredible. Clips incredible. That's in uh, Helsinki in that. It's we like that there. bridge. Yeah, that it's like a, Harris, Gordo hit that. I thing. told is that the same so that, uh, that whole island is man-made or something is like that. Is that the one that. you super modern. What do you that mean? Or Alex Canton? Is it that same one? No, it's no. a different. One. It's a new. It's new. It's only like a couple years old. It's like J A R Jaroski or so. Rasky. It, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Okay. It's okay. like some I I don't maybe I'm wrong, but it's I've heard island. it's like a man made it's all very modern over there. Oh, Yaraski. Is that Yaraski? Jaraski Island. I remember going there, it was like right downtown. The Valhalla, Valhalla, Valhalla Arena Downbox? I think that's right next to the Valhalla <laughs> yeah. Arena Downbox. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with that spot. Wow. The Valhalla Arena Downbox. Valhalla Arena Downbox. 
Okay, we're what was the next question? Uh, are you going to film a full part yeah. that ATV. is uh, ATV? Uh, I would love to. I feel like a lot of my favorite riders, Danimals, and Stacks are. Well, notice you didn't pick them on your fantasy team. But uh, okay. They are. I, I, I think both of them riders. are. Oh, they are. Stacks. Ah, oh, fuck. Stacks. Sam, Sam did make I'm the sorry. cut. Sam uh, did make the cut. Well, he should have. We only got six riders. It was tough. Yeah. Like, yeah. Budgets are tough. Budgets are tight. Budgets tight. But I think that's the dopest shit when you could board on everything, and I like to see. I like to see that. So I would hope that one day I could do that, but uh, we'll see. JSEX, the kid, my guess is that ship sailed a long time ago. Yeah, that your ship take. sailed at the snowmobile that I just left in Vancouver at one point. But You just left it? I sold. I got like a 500 bucks for it or something, but yeah. I left it. At one point, I just lost my snowmobile for like four months. <laughs> I just couldn't find it. But uh, I think that ship's a bit sailed, mainly because it's so scary back there. And I just was like, I don't know. I would love to do... Something inbounds, maybe like Japan or something would be fun, like a, a powder thing. I always love powder, but it's just being in the backcountry and seeing the Avi report and having peeps on and just being like, it's so you've been there, dude. It's like, it's not, it's for not, everyone. it's not for everyone. I did it yeah. when I was younger. I'm really glad I did it. And I think I got like some really good, like I was with JP and Sean Kearns and guys that have been out there for they grandfathered this yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely so, need to go out there with some So I went with, like, really experienced shit. people, which was epic, but it's, like, it, it's still, like, it's so scary. And I don't think people well, realize how... We were driving past, like, this Abbey that had... You know, and then you're just kind of riding over that. That's not going to happen again, right? Like, <laughs> just, it was crazy. I'd you're, say, let's be real. The real problem is that <laughs> that public cotton <laughs> crew neck you're wearing ain't that great when you tomahawk a couple Well, I also times. don't understand why I can't land a trick when it's a 148 twin tip board. <laughs> and I'm centered, coming out flying. stance. Yeah, centered Soft stance. Soft as a noodle. Yeah. Yeah. Some people were just born in, for the streets. I think so. I think jumping, though, is probably more fun than hitting a down bar. I will say getting a trick in the backcountry is, like, the most rewarding thing ever. To, like, build a jump and then wait in the clouds. And then they're like, it's going to be sunny. And it's when like, it's we got to get there at 6 a.m. And you're just, like, going to hit it. And then if you do get your trick... It's pr- pretty wild. Let's feeling. not forget the front nine Melski. <laughs> people don't forget that JSEX the kid has Never put forget. down has put down some heat in the backcountry. I got so lucky with a lot of that stuff. Like, and it's you have four, you know, you get four tries at that stuff. Like, yeah. so I think it's a lot of it, a lot of planning and a lot of just like fully just winging it. And like, if you land, it's really cool. And I think the street snowboarding thing is just different. You can go to bed and you're like, all right, we got a new spot. We'll figure something else out. Back there, it's just so much for like. I don't know. I'm mad respect to those guys because they don't get a lot of opportunities. If it's cloudy for three weeks, they're just not filming. And it's pretty crazy. Video parts have been done in like two, three days up in Haynes. Exactly. When, if it's good, it's good, right? pre-build then, a bunch of yeah, jumps. And yeah. Then, yeah. Or ride lines. They don't even build. They just ride. But Easton, you got you to remember, you got to be good enough to land those yeah. jumps. We'll build them for three weeks and I'll <laughs> fall on every single out of it. And then you're just on, done. Sitting on a goose egg. Okay. Yeah. Like, Big goose egg. Yeah, yeah. They might sit up there for weeks yeah. on end, too, waiting for that sunny day. It's tough. Yeah. Tough but road. I'm, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did like the Whistler and I bought a truck and a sled and drove out there. And I thought that's what you had to do to turn pro that's step so one. i was like that's i did that and then i remember such like two Respect. years two years later they're like we're gonna focus on more street stuff and i'm like <laughs> how do i sell all this shit <laughs> so but i was i'm really glad i did all that because it was like kind of a rite of passage like at least i did it being out there with the guys that have pioneered it and it was it was pretty impressive to say the least of like how good those guys are and can be and beyond snowboarding building shit knowing the terrain like 
everything, knowing the a whole weather, different aspect. A whole other thing, yeah. All right, we got another guest question. This is a voicemail. Thanks to everybody that called and left us a voicemail. That's for the next ones. Uh, you know, we announced we're going live. We do one a month all winter. Uh, you guys can just call in, leave voicemails, ask a question like this gentleman right here. Hey, what's up, Bommel? What's up, Reed? It's Nick Rayleigh here, a.k.a. Nick Rayleigh 710. I got two questions for you guys today. First one off is, uh, what's your guys' opinion on people coming up to you while you're riding at a resort? And they're just coming up to say, like, hi, or they recognize you from, like, a video part. And uh, my second question is geared kind of towards Reed. I was wondering if he knew maybe we could expect to see a cobra dog appearance this winter uh, back on Mount Hood. Anyways, thank you guys for the opportunity to call in. Uh, quick shout out to all the people that are hiking PVC up Mount Hood right now uh, in the past couple of weeks. And also, Grindy's dog, Phil, he's the best. Thank you guys. Bye. Damn. Wow. wow. He, just what a, key, what a, he just gave the key to my heart. Let's wow. give, I'm going to give him the super air horn. Wow. Oh, wow. For Phil? Yeah, you know, for you Phil. mentioned Phil the dog. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, shouting out that, PBC that hikers, shouting out. Yeah, the beginning of the question, I think, was what do, what do we feel when, when someone comes up to us at a resort and wants to say hi? And, and um, I'm stoked when that yeah. happens. Like, I think that's so cool and makes me feel good about myself and happy to take a photo. Or You don't cool guy him? You don't cool guy him? No. No, I think that's fucking dope. I was definitely, if I saw someone, I would was definitely that kid, too. So, yeah. And... That just makes me feel like I'm actually doing something. So I, th- I think which cool. we all know is a little up for debate, but definitely <laughs> still <laughs> still up in the air. Uh, you, Joe? Yeah, I mean, same thing. I, especially having this brand. If I see a kid with a public snowboard and they come up, it's like unlimited banks, and I just I'm like, where'd you get it? And like, it's cool. It's a it's a cool connection to the kids that come up to you, and I, th- I think it takes a lot for them to do that too. And it's like I remember being a kid and walking up to pros and just putting it out there and i think a lot of them you know you got mixed you've i've had bad responses and good responses and that can really shape you know the the future of that kid's life so going out of your way to say give them the time of day and ask them a couple questions or something like it's not hard for me it's something i strive to do because it's like i really am genuinely interested and i think every time it's like it's really cool. It's a small industry. It's not like you're an actor walking in like you're yeah. just so scared. It's like, you know, it's you really see cool. Stony Buds at the mountain. Though. Yeah, it's right. Like, <laughs> he's like uh, Matthew McConaughey walking around Hollywood Boulevard, basically. I yeah. would say probably more. Got to put a face mask on. Say what's up. He walked in here with sunglasses on yeah. today. Yeah, and he mean. face palmed me out of the way. And yeah. I was like, oh, it's Hood but up. it's Joe. I didn't know. I didn't even know it was Joe. I yeah. Just, Facebook. He's like, no photos right now. Yeah, no, no <laughs> yeah. photos. You, you made a really good point, though, that that huge impact, the negative uh, situation would yeah. be when you meet a, a, an idol. I've had that with a pro skater when I was a kid. Yeah. And, it hurts. I, and I remember, like, I hate, it hurt me bad. It's so bad. I was so crushed because I idolized yeah. these guys. So I think since I had an experience uh, as, a, as a young kid where a pro I looked up to was a dick to me, yeah. I've always tried to, I hope I, I've done okay, but I've always tried to make it a point to not do that. And I think the other thing that people need to realize is that 
Like we are all just we're just snowboarders. We all whether your totally. name's on the board or whether you're you know Mark Mick at the top of X Games or whoever. Everybody riding a snowboard. There's no different. They're just we're just humans that are snowboarding, and that everybody should, can talk to each other, and there doesn't need to be any cool guy shit. Yeah, um, I agree. And uh, yeah, that's that's my two cents. Yeah, I mean I agree. Same thing. It's like I just think the reaction you can give can can make or break something like that. Like. If you're a dick, the kid might be like, well, I don't even know if I like snowboarding then, or I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I got a funny story with Chris. It's uh, on my episode, if anyone wants to uh, hear oh, about it. Oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> you ran into my, Chris, and he cool guy to you? He was a dick to no me No way! First, yeah. We were homies, though. I knew you. Yeah, we knew each like other. You but were like some fucking, I knew you by name. No, I was just, <laughs> I sold a fucking broken board at the pro sale for 10 bucks, and... <laughs> Oh, Chris here. was we're selling boards for 300 bucks and came over and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is your You're sale. fucking up my yeah. business over he was, here. He was fucking up the business. He was. <laughs> he was fucking up everybody. He, he needed that. And then after that, so I was like, Chris turned into Frank Lucas Chris. from American Gangsters. All of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> Chris did that for all of us. 20%? <laughs> Here's your 20%. And I probably didn't fuck with Chris for like a good two months after that. Yeah. And now, now we're boys, though, so yeah. it's all good. Well, I bet be you don't sell boards. You were fucking up. It's a broken board. Board, bro. What are you going to do with a Dude, fucking wall hanger? How, how am I over here? I'm trying to sell a snowboard for $300, which is retails for five or six. And you're over here. Hey, I got a board for 10 bucks. I'm it's like, uh, it's broken. I'm trying to get like a Hector's burrito down the street Dude, with this thing. I don't even think it was broken, bro. Yeah. Oh, it was. It seems like it's an embellished story. I think story it was used, point. but not broken. Oh, it was broken. Ooh. You didn't say that during your interview. Yes, uh, I did. You did? I don't think you said I, it was I at least broken. Like unrideable? No, like it like busted rideable. edges, but like busted over like inches. A great jibbing board still. Ten bucks? Sounds like a two hundred three three hundred dollar board to me. I don't yeah. know. That's just me. I mean but, in that condition, at least a hundred, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Ten dollars for a you know, those things take there's yeah, a lot of work that goes in those. You're it was fucking broken, Chris. <laughs> it wasn't that broken. <laughs> I stand behind. Well, I'm gonna, roast. I'm gonna. I actually might have that guy's number, so we can maybe yeah, let's give a call. Him. Bring it but on. But this we'll is at a point it. where he, you read, you're already getting free snowboards. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like you it's were a random kid walking scenario. up to Chris and. Oh no, 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 no! It was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. Yeah, it was, it was fine. And I, we're we're friends now, so it's, it's, it's like it, it's it like seems it thing. seems like it. Well, it seems like it's a little debatable. There's some, yeah. something to figure out. Yeah, we got we got to have to have a little talk. We got to take a knee. <laughs> how long ago was how long ago was this? This is a I while was ago. 18, long so time. five oh, six so, years ago. That's so Grenier harboring just some deep seated. Just you know, you burned me that bet way back then. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't quite let that go yet. <laughs> Six years ago at the pro sale. It was six years, 14 <laughs> days, and three hours. Chris, I lost out on 250 it. bucks. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to help you a little business and I've, entrepreneurship. Trying to put a couple extra bucks in your pocket yeah. here. Oh, you were trying to just say charge more? I was Well, yeah. I'm just or he was to, undercutting your business. Get, he was well, undercutting the whole everyone's business. One in the same. One in the same. Okay. So uh, we got a guest question. This one's for Stony Buds. It's for our boy Stony Buds. Stony Buds. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, y'all, this is a question for All Banked Up. Uh, this is for E-Stone. Uh, so I know you had your own signature DVS shoe, and I did just see that Gimbal God has his own signature board. So is there any other photographer or uh, videographer or filmmaker that has their own pro model of anything else? Uh, yeah. Sweet, love the show. Thanks, guys. There is. There is. No, we're not doing this, Chris. <laughs> Let's go, Chris. You don't want to do the voices, bud? I don't, Chris. Are the people liking them in the comments, Jules? Do they like the voices? Yeah, I got any comments about the voices. 
Oh, okay, no voices. Are we back? Yeah, we're back. All right. All right cool. So, pro models <laughs> on media. Uh, there is, man. There's uh, Andy Wright had a shoe the same time I had a shoe. Um, let's, what else we got? Yosh had skis. Yeah, Yosh had some. What do you have? Skis? Yosh did not have skis. Blotto, Blotto's got a Blotto board. Like hella photos. Oh, yeah, Blotto's, Blotto's got, got like a board with Burton. Yeah. I know uh, in skateboarding, like Blayback has a bunch of pro models with different people. I mean, it's out there. I think it's cool when brands do that with Where artists. Where's that Justin Meyer? I think Tyler I don't know if it would sell. I don't know if it would sell. Got like a boot with K2 through really? Sage or something. Yeah. <laughs> really? Stuff, Tyler Orton? Through Sage. Or, or the boot is called like the Orton boot or something. I don't know. Oh, that's cool. Brands, it's cool. They team up. They collaborate with the uh, media people they use. And I, th- I think it's a good thing. Well, that is cool. You know, uh, Deadlong actually, he had a f- his photo featured on his board, and he took a picture of a bag of weed. And yeah, so kind of a is that signature same deal. piece. Yeah, I call oh. it a signature piece. It was a pro model. It was a pro model. So Deadlong can be maybe thrown in there. Yeah, so there's a, there's they're out there and they're they're cool projects. All right, good stuff. All right, let's get into a little check-in with Joe Sexton. We're going to talk to Jay Sex the Kid here for a little bit. We'll give him the the mic for a minute. Um, what's going on? What's new with Public? Uh, for the listeners that don't know, you own a snowboard company called Public. So uh, fill fill him in. It's it's been really fun. We're going into our. We're about to ship season seven. Pull that is, mic a little closer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> seven years deep. Already. Seven years deep. It feels like yesterday eh, or twenty years. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's it's been really cool. It's I never really set out to start a board brand, and I think to kind of get where we're at now is is really fun. It's been a lot of challenges, and I gotta just shout out Josh Manolas and Nick Green and. That's just been the team, and we just kind of keep our head down. Everyone wears a lot of different hats, and um, a lot of fun projects coming out. We actually have a, a Huff project coming out with Huff Worldwide, which is pretty crazy. And honestly, just really appreciative of, of everyone that has bought a product and kind of is getting behind what we're doing. We're getting some good shop support and um, some really solid retailer partnerships and stuff like that. And we're going to keep our head down and just keep going because I think we're just having fun with what we're doing. And we got a new warehouse and we're just, it's starting to feel like a real brand. <laughs> but honestly, just like thanks to everyone that has supported what we're doing. And, and I think uh, we're really looking forward to the future too. It's really cool when you go to Minnesota and you see like, I feel like the you guys have a huge, huge population of kids that are hyped on public. Yeah, you I don't really see them anywhere else in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> we got, I mean, a, we got maybe, a lock there though. Maybe, so. like, yeah, maybe in Minnesota, but no. No, anything. It's like I, when I see it, I'm just like, where'd you, you know, I think it's, it is small enough to where that, that connection is still there. And I, I don't want to necessarily lose that. Cause I, I don't really, I think the bigger, even if we get huge, I still want to have that appreciation for people that are buying our product and stuff like that. So, um, what about board development and stuff? Are you guys trying to get, you know, get dialed in and, and working hard at that? We are. Yeah. We're actually doing like a free ride board for the following year. And I'm super excited about that. It kind of takes us out of that rope toe realm. And I think that's always going to be our roots. But at the same time, we really do think we have a product that is all mountain and and can translate into totally every different, you know, world. And so I think it gives us an opportunity to open up some new doors, some mountainous areas and, and really show like, and spread kind of like the public vibe and, and brand to a, a different customer. So we're really excited for that one. Well, got to ask, you know, uh, everybody wants to know, how's the footy stack looking? You got clips this year. Are you sitting on a goose egg? Where are we at? My footy stack? Yeah. 
It's not quite a goose egg. Not quite a goose egg. But let's just say I did. I focused a little more on the brand this year. Okay. But I'm excited. I'm not going to be an old head. Read. I'm going to film. I'm going to film next. No, you're not. You. And you I did still film, love it. I, I do still love it. I filmed tricks this year. It's just, and I hate that excuse of like, there's just so much going on. But there are trade shows and there's a lot of different things. And I think I'm. I like the idea of balancing both. Um, but I'm also. I really do. I'm passionate about this pursuit of like public and you know entrepreneurship side and i and i like i get the same or you know a little less or the same out of like something cool happening there as it feels like getting a trick sometimes so i'm just kind of going with what feels right too and even more respect to keep doing it when you got other shit going on it's just like extra cool to see if i saw like Thanks, a, a whiz clip when he was doing for the sure adidas yeah, yeah, team manager yeah. shit i was like that's so fucking sick to see Wiz. Yeah. You know, it, like, no one's asking him to do this. He's just doing it because he loves it. Totally. Same with, like... Yeah. I'm asking this for myself now. Personal question, because it's... When you got a brand, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of emails. Mm. There's a lot of... You know, you have a, a crew of people over at Public, and, you know, you're constantly dealing with accounts and reps and boards and getting the boards to the shops on time and, and making sure the team writers have boards. And there's all this stuff that goes behind the scenes of running a brand that not every Everyone, I don't know if understands how much work it is. What is, what is the key? How do you find the balance to do both? I'm gonna have an insane support from Josh and Nick. Honestly, like I think the three of us work so well together, and I think it's just like breaking things into like little small tasks. Like there's no there's no problem too big to solve. It's like all right, like someone needs boards and this and that, and you think it's gonna take this long, and you put your head down. It really only takes maybe a day or something like that, you know? So I think for us, we just, it's, it comes with like those guys willing to wear a lot of different hats and all of us willing to just do different things to move this thing forward. I think if like one of them was like, that's not my role, then maybe, you know, maybe that'd be different, but those guys are so dedicated and just such awesome people. And we're like the best of friends that I think that's the, been the success of it too, is just like, they're willing to just pick up pieces. And, and when I'm filming on, on trips, it's like, I kind of, I need them to, ship a couple packages or something like that so it's a lot of work but when it's so fun and it's with your friends it truly doesn't feel like work and that's been a really cool thing too to realize like we go on these things and everyone's like how big it's like yeah but it's fun mm-hmm. and we're having fun and we like the same thing where a kid just writes and is like i got my package i love it or you know just a cool experience i'd still get goosebumps and i, mm-hmm. I think that's like until that goes away it's going to be that's what I want to keep chasing is mm-hmm. just that feeling. I, I want to take a second and kind of commend what you're doing, too, because I think when I look at snowboarding, I look at it a little bit bigger picture sometimes. And a lot of snowboarding maybe comes from the world of skiing, you know, where, where it's like, you know, ski companies, they're not. There, it's, it's a different vibe. It's a different vibe than maybe a skateboard company, right? So mm-hmm. I love that, you know, we care about our sport, especially Reed, me, Buds. You know, we care about what snowboarding looks like. We want it to be cool. And I think you're doing a great job with creating an alternative product for the, for the kid that wants a fucking cool crew that wants to, you know, th- that's proud to go serve up a nice backtail 270 on a down bar and, and fucking have a nice fit on. And, and, uh, I think you're doing a good job with that. So, uh, nice work. Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate that. And that's sort of like the ethos. We're not trying to be, you know, we don't, you know, obviously with growth, you want to be big someday or something like that, but we want to ma- remain like authentic. And I think that's the biggest thing for us is like, we just, it's still small enough to where we can really connect with those people. And I think people hopefully feel that and they see it with like who rides for the brand and who's a part of it and things like that. And 
anyone that gets on, it's like they have input. You can work on graphics, like, and maybe that's not the same as some of the bigger brands, and and that's fine. And like, I think for us, it's just like we are trying to do what feels right to us, and and I think we just want to keep chasing that same thing of like we don't want to just switch up our board graphics because somebody says they'd sell more this way like i want to do what josh thinks is sick and like if he he knows what's up and then usually two years later everyone's like doing shit like that yeah so it's like man like i honestly i just think we're not trying to break the formula and i think we're just what we want to get from this is just fulfillment and i think like it's really cool to just feel that with the brand and none of it feels forced and yeah, so you got such a good squad with Nick and Josh too. Like those it's two awesome, seem man. like the yeah. shit. And like we were just out on a trip, and everyone meets, and it's like this is the brand right here. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's like no, this is it. And <laughs> I, I like, I love to be able to claim that too, because it's like we well, guys, you know, it looks like we maybe do a lot, and we have like a little. And I think it's just a testament to how hard those guys work and how much we all just love what we're doing. And then, and then you end up signing someone like uh, the Boxes Shaman, exactly, Cooper Whittier, who's it was like I want to ride for public, and even that—that's the coolest thing ever. Is like when Cooper, I'm like first one to just be like I don't have much money, like we just don't. Yeah, and it was almost like a really cool like he people just you know want he wanted to be a part of what we're doing, and we wanted to be able to offer him like input on graphics, input on how things look. Like also he wants to learn how a brand is, runs too, and like learn maybe he'll start his own brand, and that'd be cool to like give him the tools and like show him exactly how this all works and i think just being a part of it and seeing it who knows what happens with him but like he he made that clear of like i just want to learn and kind of see how things work and it's a it's a controlled chaos <laughs> over at public but i think also like hopefully he sees like there is you can do something with with a lot with a little you know yeah he's he knows what's up got a great head on his shoulders he does always just sure. doing something i feel like nowadays more than ever like you got to have or at yeah. least, I mean, a lot. Some people can like fully do just the snowboarding thing, but I think it's definitely smart to have something else going on. You yeah. can't bank on it like you used to be able to bank on. No, it. No, and he does, like. but that adds value too, right? Yeah. Like he's doing some cool clothing stuff, and he'll that'll play off what he does in snowboarding. Yeah. He'll wear that shit, you know, snowboarding, and I think that's not a bad way to look at it either. And I think all of it ties together, you know. Last question uh, we got to talk about is uh, that shit golf swing years. Uh, I seen you been go- I seen you golfing a bunch. Uh, how's that snap hook into the woods looking? Can we do a live stream tomorrow How, how's that on slice? the golf course? How's that slice? We're playing we're playing golf tomorrow. Wow! So everyone watching this, I at want, what time? We're playing at like eight a.m. Yeah, oh, okay. eight a.m. Yeah. So I want everyone to just check yeah, in and see who won. Should, uh, we're going to be doing some gambling. You guys should go live for a minute. So we should can we go see live? Both your slices. You know what? Nobody wants to see on on the internet no, we, is we people see. fucking golf. Dude. <laughs> I see people. Go- I golf. I'm not. Nobody needs to see that shit. It would be nice just to see a swing or two. You it's, know. But let's talk about Bud's swing. Though. Mine was pretty dope. Yeah, I like to see that. Golf content. I I'd, like, get back I'd like to provide a little context, but yeah. you know you did the bomb hole cup. You should do a bomb hole invitation scramble. Tourney? Oh my god, a scramble golf tourney. We did a great tourney with Save a Brain. It was awesome. Buds hit me up and he said, "Dude, I haven't golfed in years, but I have two hole in ones." I do have. Oh, he spe- my he spelled really? It, do you spe- really? Spe- I really he, do. A little bit of a flag. He spelled it W H O L E in one <laughs> in the text. Is that, did I do that? Oh. Auto correct, bro. That's like. <laughs> My phone will just type what it types. Had to and had and to have been executive course, then, par three executive and then, course, right? And then he goes. He, one was at Vale, one was in Vermont. 
And were they, they real, like, yeah, par 72 courses? Dude, they were like, real, yeah, professional golf courses. My, my, where it gets a little fishy is you step up to the ball, you whiffed the first three times <laughs> trying to make contact. I'm just but saying. that's who makes the hole in one. They cold <laughs> yeah, top one. Yeah. It just rolls up. He's like, oh, it went in. And meanwhile, uh, I'm just, like, got all the gear on, pin-seeking, and I can't. <laughs> Put one in. I would say we used as many of my first hits as we did of anyone else out there. On that <laughs> we did. Because you had the highest handicap? Yeah. No, it was a best was, ball. I was it pulling was the best team. Ball, really? I was pulling the yeah, team. Yeah, he was our anchor. He was All our right. anchor. Aside from the three whips right out of the gate, he was our anchor. Okay. There was uh, some whips. Really? Practice swings. Was, no, he was not our anchor. He <laughs> made some putts. He made a couple. Dude, we used his ball at, we used my at ball least like three times. Yeah, it was good. More than three. So, yeah, going on, we're going to pivot here and we're going to talk about Reed over here. I mean, there's uh, not much to talk about. I mean, there isn't. Psych. Yeah. Uh, how's the footy stack looking? How's the clips? Decent. Yeah. Nothing. I feel like at the end of the year, you're never really satisfied. So I they throw you right in the middle with just that just shit song. <laughs> I, haven't, to use. I, I haven't seen it. So <laughs> probably. We just got this that leftover kinda, song. We got to get it it's in. It's like here. that. Everybody at the premiere is taking a bathroom break yeah. at that one. Yeah, piss break. Yeah, the piss break song. The probably old. that mid piss break. <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay. Oh, uh, Reed's part song. I got to go to the bathroom. How are we feeling? Psych. I yeah. look forward to his shit. You're feeling good about it though. Feeling strong. Mm, just normal. It doesn't look nothing. That nothing crazy. I feel like, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. You don't want to be like, oh, it's fucking awesome, and then it's. Well, let me ask you this: in the box, who's sitting on the who's sitting on the heat? Everyone's got good shit. He's, this guy's always What's up got with that this stuff? Yeah. Actually, though, the, like, Louis Vito, I like I professional have, media like, training. We get one, yeah. Did you get a media training <laughs> got a PR? PR person who killed it no, out there. But there's Everybody did great. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Participation awards for everyone. Who fucking beat the shit down, dude? Just tell I've, us. There's I honestly somebody. think that everyone got something that was that, that's really special all, to at least them. There's sure. so many of us. But who's the stand? What about the shaman? The shaman, was he on I feel like everyone has like a very similar... As ma- as far as like quantity goes, it's very similar. So it's amount. a video with ten clips per. Everyone's got ten clips. Probably. Joe just wants right to be the shaman. Was the just guy that beat Yeah, no, fucking Coop's got incredible shit. Of there course, but okay. so does Dan. So does yeah. so does Coop. Robbie did some fucking really dope shit. Uh, Ryan, Jonas, Noah. I mean, Noah Are got a fucking cover. Everyone? Dude, Dustbox is You're gonna the name everyone for sure. Like yeah, they're doing it right. Very they're, anticipated movie. right No, there. but I I feel like. Um, more often than not, it's there's not a single standout person because we try and keep it very very family style. Yeah, that's while sick we're too. filming. Yeah, you don't want anyone too. just like if someone's sitting on a bunch of stuff, then you kind of like take a back seat for a second, help everyone else out. You, that's a good you know, point, Chris. Like, you remember that everybody from, when you film for video, play. you get penalized <laughs> if you're killing it. You don't get to they jump do. on I the remember. spot. Chris so would actually take his board out, face palm people out of the yeah. way, <laughs> and then go to the well, top. Co- coming over old Triple Kink Joe on the that's you know you know you're going to be saddled Dude, up for a solid eight to nine. I like hours. to make sure no. I burn a whole day. So no Joe would be more <laughs> like we're going to this rail. I'm going to do a five forty off it. It's going to be three days. Be three I could days. get this first try, it's but seven day trip might take three days. Seven day trip. We have five riders, but that was international. National, I'm going to take three days of your time. But that's what Night we talked it. about with Night JP and Jeremy. They used to build these crazy setups that would take forever to build, and they would take all day. 
and they would get the trick in four tries. Me, I, I'd be I like, like it's going to take four, yeah, four minutes to build this snow. thing, yeah. and it's going to take me all day to do it. So it's like, pick you your know, poison. Yeah, pick do your you poison. want a shovel yeah. or just chill at and the I bottom? Would, and I would wait it out. I'd be like, I'm waiting my turn because this thing I'm trying is going to take forever. And everyone better and be And then try, yeah. try number 278. He's walking up the stairs. You go, you got those this. Are, those are rookie you, numbers you, you for got, Joe. You got this, Joe. He goes, fuck. And then he just keeps going. Try 562, more like. No, but you got to respect the battle. I'm a battle dog as well. I feel like it's I rarely get shit quickly. Dude, I just skated in Seattle and I was freaking freaking out for a flip in on a skate at a skate park. Sounds like it doesn't go away. Another day with Joe. That sounds like to me. First, he had to panic about his outfit. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's before you leave the the room. Yeah, you didn't even leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. All you got to do is say, Joe, those pants look a little weird. (laughs) Next thing you know, you're another hour and the whole it's he's got a whole you know mirror going and the whole nine. Those kind of have a weird taper on them. (laughs) Taper high taper. Taper will kill me. Paper will be bo- dust box news. You guys putting out the merch still? What, what's up? Yep, we got some merch coming. Uh, a lot of those boys were in New York for a bit, so I honestly haven't even seen. I just saw Coop today for the first time since the big snow event. So um, everyone's getting back this week. Gonna be really fucking dope to see everyone. Probably get a little barbecue going. Got the skate ramp resheeted in the backyard, and let's go. Just hang with everybody again. I Dude. saw you slinging uh, meat missiles over at Cobra Dogs. What are meat my, missiles? Yeah, oh, skin bags. Oh, some skin bags. Skin, skin Slinging weenies. <laughs> yeah, so he's slinging skin bags over at Cobra Dogs. Skin yeah. bags is a great. Yeah, how's, that, how's that business? I love it. Working with Wiz and Spenny and Tucker. It's it's and Skrill. It's so Jill sometimes. It's That's just awesome. a blast, and we get. To, it's cool because you're never really doing the same thing. Because we switch up where we're serving all the time, and new customers, and people are usually really fucking cool at like Fisher or TF or any of the Twilight series. Everyone's super cool. We went to the Utah State Fair, and the customers sucked, and we were there for like twelve days straight. It's it was not the dope. What makes a bad customer? Um, just like rude and mm. no tip and uh, not the at the at the breweries they're like down to chat and like yeah, yeah. they want to hear like the Cobra Dog story yeah. and like say the minor things like please and thank you and Damn. um at the fair I mean, a lot of blue lives flatter or matter flags flying around and uh, zero tips and just kind of being rude yeah but. That, I don't know. You gotta that you gotta take that too. It's just what you sign up for. But it's super fun. Love working with the, the squad and definitely gonna do it again next summer. You still doing school? Yep. Uh, midterms on Wednesday, and then I got a fall break, and then a half a semester, and then I'm done. Graduated with a marketing degree. Really? Wow. Yeah. Holy smokes. Props. Good for you, dude. Respect. Let's give an air horn Holding down the video parts and putting a school career in so, the belt. See, that's, that's, I would go to school in the fall, which would go to, like, December 10th. And then go to school in the summer, which goes from, like, May 1st to, like, August 20th or something. Wow. So it was, like, you're never really on a trip, like, actually filming clips before, like, December 10th, at least nowadays. That's a valuable marketer. Like, if you're going to work in snowboarding, you're, like, you know exactly what... And it's you know, cool because... You've, you've been in marketing meetings for five, ten yeah. years. Do you, you know? learn more in school or out in the streets? Good question. Um, I would hitting. say if there's, like, some... Uh, like, in the past couple of years, there's been, like, some really cool guest speakers and, like, people that are... Some professors that are just doing it for fun because they've lived such successful lives and just want to, like, be there for the youth and learn more from those people and guest speakers. But I would say... I've, other than that, 
learn more in the streets. Love it. And uh, it's not just about like being a bookworm. You got to just be able to like, especially in marketing, just like communicate with people and, you know, have those face to face skills. Let's see what's going people on out there in the world. That that uh, contact list is crucial. It's all yeah. in the real that contact list. Traveling the world at a young deal. age, and then yeah. like most people for haven't sure. done that, and you can navigate that. Are you guys? Look, are you in the market for a public uh, marketing manager by chance? Would you hire? We, Reed? we may be. I would hire. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Have, I just I just think it would be nice to just have that in my back pocket and dude, if snowboarding's not working well, we, out, you don't have to like claw on and be an old head. You could just be like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> there's brand, there's guys that have done it with grace, you know, like look at Ika or someone yeah, like that, right? Wiz like, did, Wiz. never even had a degree and he's fucking, I feel like he could work wherever he wants now because he's had like six years at one Pat of the biggest McCarthy. corporations. Yeah, you get totally. that Adidas job under the belt. You For can go sure. work, work, yeah. work where you want. 100%. Mm -hmm. It's never a bad but thing. But definitely can't can't hurt and happy are you are, so you're pro college for the listeners uh i mean if you can make it work then yeah do it but also also not everyone's like as lucky as me i mean i'm super privileged and had my grandparents pay for it so if i was paying for it my, for myself i probably wouldn't take out the loans and mm -hmm. fucking go to school so it depends on your situation props to your grandparents for uh doing that for you that's cool yeah so now one, one last thing uh i saw you joe at a red bull imagination uh dirt bike event it was tyler bierman's thing and you were doing a little side hustle. I don't yeah, know if everybody does doing? that, uh, knows that you do that. So why don't you explain your little side side hustle? Side hustle? I don't know. I was really, yeah, it started with the Red Bull heavy metal thing. And I connected with Oren Tanzer, who was very involved in snowboarding for a long time, did stuff for Mammoth. Oren is the absolute man. He did stuff for Mammoth, Volcom, Red Bull, Quicksilver, has a long laundry list of accolades. And we did the heavy metal thing together, and I came up to him at the bar after, and I was like, that was so fun. And I just liked, I actually liked the way that felt of just kind of like planning this thing out or just kind of giving my take on things. If you ever have any opportunities, like, let me know. Thinking it would just fall on like deaf ears. And then he hit me up. He's like, actually, we're doing this Red Bull soapbox, which is like a completely out of industry thing. And he was like, if you want to do it, like, and I just, was like, sure, and then I just kind of have been getting my feet wet and tumbling along the way, but it's really cool to learn a new skill. What is the skill that you're doing? I think it's like event planning. I did like guest experience management, stuff like that, um, but it's really like the same thing everyone kind of wears all hats. Like uh, we also, me and Oren, and that's the best part about Oren, he's the top, top boss, and we're taking out garbage cans together, and it's just like really cool, like honest work, and um, so yeah, we're just, it's been really cool to work with him, and same thing, like you learn a new skill and it, it feels like not as much pressure on maybe needing to make a ton of money off snowboarding or something like that and I like the idea of expanding outside of that when in the off season and coming back in the winter months and like putting your head down and doing something like that so yeah I'm really I'm really uh, grateful to Oren for giving me the, the chance and everyone and it's a lot of the stuff with Red Bull too so like Eric Doomer and those guys for letting me kind of try yeah awesome Good stuff. Well, guys, I think that's uh, that's been a great a great show. Yes. I think we're getting ready to wrap this thing up. Fun, Any, fun anything else you want right? to cover? You got anything else on the docket, Joe? No, it's great to see you guys again, and Chris and Eastone and Reed. I, I feel like I'm psyched. I just got into town, and we get to just jump into this. And again, I mean, Chris and Eastone, it goes without saying, you guys are crushing it. Reed, I'm excited to see your footage and excited for what you do in the future. And all you guys decide, let's turn Reed pro. Let's get him. A, let's get that guy pro. Get him yeah. on the pro. Get out of here. Yeah, officially. Cool. Reed, so, yeah. cool to hear those uh, premiere dates one more time. Oh, um, 
the Saturday before Halloween. I think it's the 29th. Name of the Little video? Little City. Name of the video. Fall uh, Fallen Into Place. Oh, fall, yeah, I was like, is it Fallen? Some, something, Fall Into Place. I, I, it's still up in the air. Fall In Place? Sort of fall In Place. Something like that. It's really cool. And where is it at? Uh, Little City. It's in Salt Lake. And then it will go online October 31st. We got to buy tickets or is it free? It's free. Uh, the lady there is friends. Wiz and Spenny lined us up with this lady that runs all these venues. And she's doing it for free for us, too. And as far as, like, the venue cost and stuff, because she's holding it as, like, a community event. We're going to have a couple food trucks there, Cobra Dogs, a couple yes. bands. It'll It'll be fun. It sounds awesome. We're going to bring some skate sup- features. Yeah. You can, like, paint on the walls there. Warehouse with no roof. Sounds cool. Land Primo. Get a huge shinner. It'll be great. <laughs> Go home before the premiere. <laughs> Go home before Reed's part comes on. Go take a piss Perfect when Reed's timing. part comes on. <laughs> nah, support the dust box. Those guys yeah. are... That's literally the future and, like, what we, as I, a kid, would aspire to, like, want to be like you guys. So you guys are doing it right and carrying the torch. So respect. Thank you so much. Yeah, you guys I mean, are making snowboard look good. It's yeah. ever it's ever that's a family operation over there. Awesome. Uh, a couple last things, I guess. Uh, Space Cadets coming on our YouTube channel. If you haven't seen Man Boys, that's on our YouTube channel. And uh, thank you to everybody that tunes in. And we'll have another one. He's coming out next month. And if you want to leave a voicemail, feel free. But uh, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate everybody that listens and tunes in and all of our Patreon members, all of our sponsors. You guys kick ass. Uh, have a good night. We'll see you later. You are listening.